full seven-day period away from Thanksgiving smelling up your kitchen. How nice. about that? Take that. Uh, my name's Sean Holberg. There's Brady Bogan. There is Brett Fessley. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. We are the morning sickness and uh, hoping you're having a lovely start to, to your weekend. This is when it all starts, you know, the rubber hits the road with the Thanksgiving here. Everybody's already planning out where, all right, we got our trips. Everything. I know two or three people leaving today. Uh, Megan took off yesterday. We got $1,000 for gas. That's right. You, 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 you budgeted. Budget. Hopefully you've been saving since July for your gas, for a round tripper. And uh, you're off and running and having the time. Yeah, it's uh, it's not easy. Megan's in California right now, and it's over 5 bucks a gallon in a couple spots. Jesus. So have fun with your road trips. Damn it, I didn't get to go to mine in Dallas and eat the turkey on the Kennedy X. However, I did get a picture of uh, a guy named Matt. I emailed over. He was in Dallas last week, standing on the X, gave me a shot, a picture of the grassy knoll. Somebody was flying. They said flying over Dallas, taking off, sent an overhead shot of the grassy knoll. Like, I had to map it out. It was downtown nice. Dallas in the area. And I'm like, there it is. There's there's Thanksgiving dreams. What could have been. What could have been. Because it's, uh, man, it would have been awesome. That's what I associate Thanksgiving with. Turkey smell, the lions losing. And, of course, all those Kennedy shows that are when on. When does that start? Uh, usually, well, this is going to be a good weekend for it because I think he was the 22nd or 23rd is when he got plugged. Okay. Uh, and then usually they start the weekend prior to the date. This is not a big anniversary. Two years is 60. So this is the 58th. So you'll get the basics. You'll get all the reruns. They might throw out one bonus, uh, like, eh, It's rare. New, I've seen a director's cut or something or what? I mean, Sometimes you'll get a real... Bush League attempt at, at a Kennedy thing, but uh, like a, it's usually a conspiracy theory video that comes out. But they show those a Pruder film like a thousand times. The best one I've ever seen was Australian guys recreating uh, Kennedy's head with like a red jelly in it. That they say, and they're like, it uh, it it uh, X and uh, reacts the exact same way as brain matter. So we've loaded up this watermelon and they put it in a melon and then like drew hair on it and stuff, and then stuck it out. The exact, Instead of the shot would come The exact same distance, yeah. the exact same gun, the exact same everything, but it was in an Australian desert. Like, we're not sure if Southern Hemisphere makes a difference. If the Well, here's what it would look like, and they're trying to figure out what the bullet would do. So they, they recreate the whole thing. Like, this is the closest thing to a human head. They put a, they, I forgot, they put a, a helmet on the watermelon to make the skull thing. And this is the impact. This is like a recreation and everything was red. And they shot that watermelon and blew that thing up in slow motion. They had like 60 of them. And nice. there's just bloody watermelon Kennedy heads everywhere. And did they say the trajectory? Oh, they had oh, was, they uh, had everything. Would it match or was it different? Well, the one thing people won't accept with the single shooter theory is that magic bullet thing that Oliver Stone made such a mess of from the uh, original trial. Which, by the way... When uh, Kevin Costner's character, to keep it easy for you, uh, was doing that whole thing, he was considered a lunatic, right? So he went in there and said the magic bullet theory had to make turns and stuff. Well, in cars in 1963, the one that Kennedy was riding, is the jump seat was over, like a little, a little bit less than a foot. It was, it was not directly behind the passenger seat in the yeah. back. That, that there was a seat that was gapped over. So the angle makes tons of sense that it would do what it did. If it was just a straight line, it straight lines right through Kennedy's thing into an arm and through and, and burying itself in, in Governor Connolly's leg. But everybody wants to go back to the Oliver Stone movie, which the reason that that trial 
was kind of like, eh, we don't really have anything here. A, there was kind of a cover-up. B, he wasn't right. That's, that's what he was wrong. want to know is, you know, the cover-up and, you know, like all those photos that they took. They've got tons of photos, and from all those photos... Disappeared. Well, did they? We're told they disappeared. Were there photos? Right. We don't know. Because people... The photographer says, I was taking pictures. Right. Maybe there wasn't film with the camera. You don't know. Like, there's a guy maybe lying. Because when you go to Dealey Plaza, especially... Or Dealey Plaza. Dealey, Dealey. Dude, Dealey's in Chicago. You go there, all these people are standing around on big, busy weekends because it's a big tourist thing. And there's a ton of lunatics making up stories about having been there. And they get attention. Well, like cameras will follow these idiots around. And they don't actually have, oh, I took photos. Here are the photos. Okay. And they're just doctored up off the internet. I'm talking about the photos that were taken in the hospital to document oh. everything. Those are gone. Not all of them. There were, uh, again, how do you know? I know hundreds of them. Well, how do you it, prove the thing that you can't people see? people at the hospital because they're like, give us the film. Right. At the time, you're done taking pictures. They ask them for the autopsy and all that, and now hand us the film. Right. No one's ever seen it. Where did you learn that? I'm one of those documentaries. Exactly. exactly. I'm one of those things. Right. And they are almost all made up. Like, because in the in the, it, uh, the pictures of Kennedy's body, they're everywhere. Like, you got pictures of that thing all over. They wanted to, like, nobody was out not to solve this. They, yeah. If the, if the pictures were to prove a conspiracy. See, I'm, I've, I used to be conspiratorial about Kennedy. I'm pretty sure it's one dude. The conspiracy is who set him up. Because Oswald right. got set up. He shot him. Well, what Period. about the Jack Ruby thing? The Jack Ruby thing's fascinating. Just flat fascinating. Because that's proof that Oswald got set up. You had to quiet Oswald. Yeah. But the crazy part is, is that I, this is nuts. I love talking about this. That he was in uh, an interrogation room for three days. Oswald was being interrogated for three days. But and don't you think... didn't crack. He's the only assassin in the history of man to not admit his work. The only one. The only assassination that no one has taken credit for in the history of man is Kennedy. And you still say he shot him. He did it. He shot him. There's no question he shot him. He was told you're going to be covered. And then realized somewhere along the line, I've been hung out to dry. Which is why he panicked and ran to some movie theater and hit. And so, then and flipped out the in the case, movie theater and started punching the guy. Why wouldn't you talk? Because you're going to go to jail for... You try to get away. Well, so he, he, was he may have, He may have been talking. Um, he did talk. He said, I'm a patsy. I've been set up. The truth will come out, and I'm sure lawyers are like, shut your mouth. But then what is that part you're saying, you know, for three days he didn't... He crack, didn't, he he didn't crack as far as giving up the game on who did what, because I'm sure lawyers... Well, why wouldn't you give up the game if you're going to... You're going down regardless. Not necessarily. Not if you're saying, I didn't do this, and that was his original thing. So his original statement of, I didn't do this, I was a patsy, he had to stand by. So I'm sure there was... And he didn't have a lawyer in that first thing. And, and he may have said some things. He may have said some stuff. Yeah. And it may have been people who were too important to go after. So whatever he did in that interrogation room, either he did crack and gave up the game on the people that we can't get, or the Dallas police or whoever was behind this. And there's a lot of people behind it, but he was definitely involved. So do you uh, think... That he could have been there. I mean, he was definitely there. And four. whether or not, you, you know, oh. you pump around out of the gun. Three. Um, Minimum, maybe four. But that could have been someone else shooting. He's going to be the, the guy shot. that looks like him. He did. And no one else was He did it. We, we're, we're they wanted so, to set him up. We're so invested in this being. The, the, the one thing that I've always thought from this is that uh, humanity can't handle fragility. And the fragility of taking out a world leader 
we cannot accept that it's just some lonely weirdo. And was by he himself. Anti- we just can't do it. Did he? Oh, he, could, he, he couldn't stand Kennedy. Uh, he had all sorts of ties to Russia and like back to communism and the Cuban thing, and then there, there was all sorts of things he was involved in. But he was, you know, he was definitely involved in that whole Cuba deal. That's what I'm wondering because and the you communism know, and all the 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 potential uh, didn't well, sound like he did it for money. The Teamsters and all the other things were involved, and there were like three or four factions that could have paid. That's him why the it. mob was involved. Exactly. And the mob gets 100%. involved, and they get to the cops, and the cops basically say, here's your story. And he's like, I'm not going to tell that story. And he sat in that room for three days. And they were they were protecting it. Jack Ruby was a mob. Oh, yeah. Big time. Oh, yeah. And he never spilled the beans. He sat in jail for years and never said a thing. Well, you're supposed to do it. Yep. So, I mean, everybody was kind of protecting something bigger. That's for sure. But this dude did it. But we can't, we as a society can't handle one dude. I mean, we do it every time there's one of those mall or school shootings. One guy can end this whole thing for me and it and there's no reason for it he just he just didn't feel like this guy should be around anymore we have to have the story be huge because to take out a world leader and cause world chaos it can't be just some dude who lives in his mom's basement so we so we create a bigger story around it you have to which i mean don't you think i i guess there's the argument then or the debate don't you think it's uh been enough time that you could roll out no because too many story? people are still interested that's why they keep moving that. Because uh, I think of so many other stories that we've heard about that came out later yeah. that are less than, you know, younger than that. Yeah. Basically, what it says is the government that's still in place would probably have some dominoes start to fall if they found out what happened. Because it would make you ask questions about there other There definitely things. are some people in. Well, beyond the people, you'd ask questions about how this operation runs. And then what else did we get lied to about? So it, it opens Pandora's box of like, oh, that happened? They were in on it. This now, those guys were involved in this thing five years later with Watergate. The CIA was selling crack. Yeah. Oh, we had all sorts of. Things. Yeah, the CIA was in on the drugs, and yeah. So you start finding out how crooked everything is if you open the one. I, I, I really don't think it's that crooked, to be honest. I think Lee Harvey and a group of yeah, was a the, group of dudes who were met in Texas was not happy with Kennedy mm-hmm. and Cuba, and uh, you know the the sympathizers for the communism and the Teamsters. And you had the mob. Why'd you make it stuff. illegal for the cigars? I mean, people love those. Exactly. You had a lot of stuff going into why. And then one dude just said, I got this. And he was willing to pull the trigger, and he did it. And then nobody I backed asked him. my dad more about that. Yeah. Oh, your dad was probably. Your dad, where, what, he probably I, sold you I, would, be, I would not be surprised if your father happened to be in Dallas. That weekend, and he's and you probably heard I it. Known that. No, you wouldn't, because you don't I'll know ask. much of anything. You didn't know he spent time in Cuba during the revolution. You don't ask questions. I bet you your dad said, "Oh, I love that Dallas. I was there, November '63. It was with, absolutely stunning." With Pete from Chicago, it could be. Yes, yeah, buddy Pete from Chicago used to drag him down to Cuba to, to make runs. Got to stuff this in your ass, Bogan. Sure, sure. What are we doing? We're milling, man. That sounds fun. I like wildlife. I was hanging out at a club with this guy named yeah. Jack. Is it Jack? Uh, you know, we're at a strip club, uh, you know, uh, throwing fingers and honeys. Any hoot. <laughs> yeah, Jack Ruby's story is even better than Lee Harvey. Yeah. There, there's a cover-up, but Lee Harvey shot him. There's just, I mean, you, you get up in that 6-4 museum, and if you've ever got a chance to go to Dallas and do that uh, thing, it's unbelievable. You just look, and you're like, oh, yeah. This, this, this is a crap. Sh- this is the easiest shot in the world. I don't care how much you want to say this Russian you know, bolt action rifle couldn't get three. Sh- you could get three. Even, sh- I could get three. Even shots Even dude, off. perfect could make that. Yeah, I could get three shots off with that. The, the the thing that they always say it's an inaccurate weapon and everything else. Well, look at the shots. If you're standing where he was, 
And Kennedy's like, it's it's small. It's tiny. It would be like leaning out our window right now and shooting your car. It's and a close. moving shot. It's close. Hey, he's going like eight miles an hour. Still a moving okay. shot. Okay. And he was a marksman. So then you sit and you sit and go, okay, that gun was inaccurate. Well, he hit him in the neck. He popped it. And then the third shot was the one that did the damage. It took three shots to hit him once. Like good. Like a kill shot. So, yeah. It's an, and it, Okay, yeah, you're right. It wasn't an accurate weapon. And in the hands of a C student sniper... He hit him three times, and they were they were not clean shots until that one did its job. Yeah. Our, our buddy uh, Kennedy stuff. You see, we're talking. It's Thanksgiving, everybody, because I'm talking Kennedy again. We got a big weekend of documentaries and stuff. Oh, it's going to be great. Watch that guy pop, pop, one after another. They just moved the time capsule again to open up all the redacted I information because too many people are interested and too many people want the truth. Until the, the interest dies down. That thing will Can't happen. Netflix offer enough money to the government? You would think so, that there would be like a 400. We could, you know, pay for the infrastructure bill if Netflix yeah. was like, just tell us what happened for a trillion dollars, and we'll do a documentary on the reality of it. Make something up. We'll eat it. We'll eat it like Turkey on the X. Turkey on the X is a great band name, by the way. God damn it. Ruined my whole Thanksgiving. You probably have a huge Thanksgiving. Yeah. With lasagna. Yeah. And like Italian food, and then like a turkey over on the side. Yeah, that's for the heathens. That's I just, for, yeah, yeah, just yeah. let you know. We make the turkey because you know that traditions. Yeah, they but, did. A, they surveyed people about Thanksgiving, and the one thing that you could leave out: seventy-four percent turkey. <laughs> turkey. They said they'd rather just have the sides, uh, and seventy-four percent say. Leave I don't the like turkey. Out. I don't like many. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't like that's the mashed right. potatoes. Mashed potatoes are solid. I can't stand that orange thing with marshmallows on it. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Sweet potatoes make me sick to look at. Oh, I can't stand it. It looks like when dogs have diarrhea. People get fired up on either side of the, on that green bean casserole. Ugh. Just the word green bean like casserole. Ugh. I could live without it. And you know how I know it's not good? It. You know how I know it's not good? You only eat it once a year. You don't go out of your way for green bean casserole because it's not that good. The only, the only reason you think it's good is because you associate it with Thanksgiving and it's just a food mess. Yeah, green bean casserole is disgusting. Yeah, I don't like cranberries. I don't like... Uh, I like the turkey. The turkey and the gravy, that's good. And then... And the mashed potatoes. Taters. Give me taters. some taters. That's about as far as I want to go with it. Sweet taters. You like the stuffing no, or anything like that? I like stuffing. My mom's stuffing. I go to other people's houses, and uh, I hate to break it to you, but all of you have the shittiest stuffing I've ever had in my life. I've never had good stuffing outside of my mom's. Only a couple of times. It's not good. Because you're used to having eaten it since you were like four, a specific style of stuffing. My mom's is phenomenal. Yeah. I've never had ever in my life. Because most people throw stovetop on the the counter. Here you go. Yep. My mom's is amazing. And that's their standard. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go to somebody else's house and there's like uh, couscous in it or something lemony and you're like, what the hell is it? Oh, it's our family recipe. Well, your family is a piece of compared to my mom's recipe, which is good. Yours is off. Never had good stuffing outside of my mom's stuffing, which I've always said. Stuffing my mom. It's the best. Stuffing and my mom. You guys would have a blast with that. But, yeah, so Thanksgiving's a week away. A week away. Brady, you're just doing the three of you at home. Yeah, as yeah, of right now. We got, oh, you're working, on, you're working on trying to get more? No, we've got a, we do have an invite to, to go somewhere. To stop over. I'm like, hmm, maybe... Should I load up four different Thanksgivings this year? Do you do, wait? No. What do you mean? Do you do when you That's do? That's a question. Stop. To you? Yeah, yeah I was going to say you right eat on. it all of them. Uh, yeah, look sometimes. at that face. Sometimes <laughs> he doesn't want to insult anyone. You that, know, that's probably the same face Lee Harvey made when they said you did this. 
You did it. It was such It'll a take guilty three days for me to crack. You eat it all of them, and that face went like, oh, I should probably lie about this, but yes. <laughs> it's a Scooby-Doo. Oh, you got yeah. a sample. <laughs> so like he eats it all of them, Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a guilty face. So you go to each... So you look forward well, to being I haven't in... Um, it's been a while. Because usually have people at your years. place. Yeah. Right. But t- this year... We host this um, you. Easter most of the time in the family here right. in, in Arizona. But you don't even know the last time I had an Easter meal. The uh, But Thanksgiving, if you get invited to another person's house, do you sit down and eat with them like you haven't eaten yet? Yeah. We, well, no. That. We haven't. Uh, the last time, <laughs> yeah. um, we did. Okay, so three years ago, we were going to do steaks. And I had the steaks the out. Right. Uh, Ronnie put them out on the, uh, they're in the counter, and the, that's where the cat had an assist to the dogs. $150 oh, kicked him down. Yeah. Okay. Gobble. So the dogs. And so the Ronnie called her cousin and told her we we're laughing at what happened. Kind of like, I'm not going out there and get, you know. Right. And she says, well, we've got plenty of food. So we went over there. So you guys just couldn't go with what you had. The yeah. Steaks we were a necessity. So you had yeah. to go get a bigger meal. No, there's, rather than starting into it, because we were getting ready, we didn't even Oh, you hadn't start. had the side started. Yeah, nothing was started. Okay, so the steak thing ruined it, and you're like, well, now we're not even going to have things. Yeah. And so then, you uh, so she freeloaded off somebody else's. Yeah. Gotcha. Then, then we did, then the last two years, we've been basically solo. But not going house to house either. No. But this year, with four invites, you might, you might rock four meals. It's all right. Yeah, um... <laughs> He's you can, going to. No, I won't. I won't do four. Because I've you know, just, I've gotten to the point <laughs> where um, I just, you know, you kind of want to stay down. Getting out of the house on oh, the yeah, break is just. It's terrible. Yeah, so that's it. Well, good for him. But once, for me. But you once know, it starts. You know it and I know it. That's going to be but John, new friends. You're right. Opportunities once I start, if I get out of the house, it's it's on. Really? You just go? It's an avalanche of eating? No, not. I, I don't go that big on Thanksgiving. <laughs> You go to four places for food. That's yeah. Big. I might try, you know, something over there, uh, the turkey over here, to, or you know. You couldn't go to somebody's house if there's house. a new dish that someone rolled I, out. Because I don't, uh, you know, Brady. Be honest with you. If you went over to somebody's house and there's turkey and all the stuff, you're going to give everything. Oyster around. dressing. Like remember like when he went to the the, the uh, Cardinal game, and we're like, "What'd you have? What'd you? Do? Oh, I didn't eat much. I had that. I had a burger. And then did you eat any of that carne set? I sampled that. Did yeah. you have one of those burritos? I did eat one of the burritos. Like you don't even know that what your samples count. No, as I log. I log what I eat. <laughs> I mean, you didn't that day. You we had to convince you. you. We had to convince you that your sampling is also. I see a log yeah. of what I ate afterwards. I'm on to you. My fitness pal over yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm on to you because your meal is your meal. The samples and the the reaching and stuff that doesn't count as eating. You have to be reminded, like, oh, yeah, no, I did. I had some of that carne asada. And then we did have some of those burritos. I'm like, you were eating a lot then. No, well, no. I don't we go know deep. that's going to be a, you know, a, a, a cheat day. I'm, oh, less. yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving, you can't yeah. die. You, uh, yeah. But for, yeah, I know that you will walk into somebody else. You'll go to Laser's house, and if he's got turkey sitting there carved, you're taking a plate. You need to know if, if his gravy's better than yours. You need to know if the stuffing's better than you. You're, you're a critic. I, you're I, a food critic. Whatever, whatever. The food spirit moves me when I'm over there. Oh, that's a like thing. what? <laughs> there's a food spirit. Is like, there? Look at that dressing over there. Yeah, you know what the food spirit is? It's a hallucination from high blood pressure. <laughs> that's what you're seeing. This is not a good thing. You, you got to be careful. Your head's going to do like that watermelon did, just on its own. There's not even going to be a bullet involved. Anyway, Thanksgiving. It's a week. One week from today. Crazy.
Uh, Brett's got a surprise for you. We're going to tell you about that in just a second. Give us a wake-up song, and then get ready to hang out with Brett all morning, because you're going to hand out coffee. Yes. You're yeah. going to do a nice thing. And you're oh, over, yeah. uh, where is it? Uh, over in Scottsdale, around uh, Thomas and Pima. All right, Thomas and Pima, and it's uh, where? What? Black Rock Coffee right, we're gonna for tell Operation what, Santa Claus. Brett's got some good stuff for you. Exactly. It's going to be good. So we'll get uh, Brett's, Brett's information to you in a second. You get to hang out with Brett this morning. Out at BlackRock should be nice. Uh, give us a wake up song, 585 9800, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Ah, the turkey day. It's going to be a treat. Sharing stories of Thanksgiving here off the air, of all the family fights and things that have happened in the past. I've been part of two storm outs on Thanksgiving, no fights. Brady's been part of a fist fight on Thanksgiving. We just yell at each other. You get, and you're it's Italian, over. but yeah, that's so. just Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People's emails are rolling in. Aunt, Everybody's excited. Aunt pass out. Basically, too much uh, uh, liquor. We had a drunkie. Yeah, that was when I was younger. That's pretty good, though. She came over. It was her second. Uh, she went over to another Thanksgiving dinner and then came to our place. Drunk. And we had to get her a cab. Steve, that's not bad, though. That's no, it wasn't fun. bad. Yeah, there's nothing. It made you're, your... you're laughing at it more sure. than anything. Unless, she, you know, right as she was passing out, she goes, I never liked any one of you motherfuckers. And then she's out on the floor. It's like, oh, yeah. boy. And Patty's out. Yeah. But that's what we all look forward to. I was talking to a friend of mine last night about it. He was he had plans for Thanksgiving that all got, the brakes got pumped. And basically, they're being asked to choke down all the vomit and go hang out with a bunch of sisters and brothers that don't like each other. And they're going to have a pretend night. Oh. That's why I say oh, not the fair. fights at Cracker Barrel. Oh. That's why I say not fair. I'm so happy I'm an only child yeah. when I hear all these stories yeah. that you guys tell. Now you only have to <laughs> the yeah, whole you, you brother-sister have it. Oh, man. Well, you have enough with, uh, you know, just the Italian family. Anytime you have uh, more than three in there, like your mom and dad, you have your little mini. Oh, yeah. yeah but, the, but they're but never serious. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just like an everyday thing. We just yell at each other the yeah. whole time. Yeah. There's no serious, like, drama. It's like, all right, right we're done. That was the fun it's thing it. about Yeah, you guys just end it. Yeah, it's, it's an over. Italian yeah. thing to be mad at each other. Yep. Go, nah, this guy. I love you. He's family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was your ex-wife when she came to me that one time and said, I cannot understand what it's like to be a Vesley. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, I go to the, the house, and it's like immediately everyone's fighting. Oh, yeah. Like immediately. Everyone is in a fight. And she goes, and it's so loud that I just, the anxiety is insane. And then we're talking about it. I'm like, that's hilarious because Brett's so mild-mannered and nice. And she goes, yeah, but the whole thing, like one one thing sparks everybody. Yep. And they're yelling at me. Tracy's like, they're yelling at me. I haven't done. I'm getting yelled at. I don't know what to do. I yell back a little bit. I'm like, I can't take this. Like, she got to the point where she couldn't do it. Oh, she, was, she was nuts. The one time she oh. came back to Chicago to meet the rest of the family and with my mom's sisters and everything, it was. I warned her ahead of time. I'm like, all right, you need to speak up or you're not going to be heard. That's all. Just and yell your thoughts. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, I thought you were kidding. I'm like, yeah. no, it's 100% true. Yeah. Toledo's probably got the or best just situation. Take it in. Like, Toledo has nothing to worry about for Thanksgiving. Nothing. Just your immediate people, the one you made and the one you took on. Well, no. Well, you have we're family. Going, we've got at least. Yeah. Oh, okay. You got to yeah. deal with so, that. Got to deal with the uh, but they've mom got stuff. In law and she gave yeah. me grief. Yeah, mother in law. Yeah, she was all over me. Well, like you, she made your family function uncomfortable for me. Mother in law trying to get you to propose. Things going on also this year that we'll end up talking about. She wants to refinance her house. Oh God, buy, money's coming she in. She wants to buy uh, earring. No, money's not coming in. That's, That's what problem. I'm saying. Yeah. That's what well, money is. The conversation right. of money exactly. is going to enter Thanksgiving. Yeah. You're done. Are you on the line for anything? You have to make a turkey or? Yeah, I'm making a turkey. Are you on the line for anything as far as this money conversation with being like, if you would just help me, it would be. 
See, that's the that's the issue that we uh, oh, there's and, a and her sister are stepping up because we're like, all right, what are we gonna do? Come on, Sheba. Yep. Come on, Sheba. Oh, yeah. You got to start tapping your pockets because somebody else wants stuff. Yep. Oh, God. It's family. We have to help. We don't have to help anything. <laughs> that family should have done a better job planning. Oh, my God. Brutal. Well, have fun, everybody. Sharing <laughs> stories is great. Be like Brady. Just disregard the fact that your family's actually in a fight and keep cooking. That's it. Enjoy Brady, the food. Brady stood at the grill while a fist fight broke out in a home during Thanksgiving. He's like, it's not my problem. You were outside playing with Kirby, right? He's not leaving yeah. the grill. Yeah. He was outside where the grill was. Oh, I was gonna, yeah. He's not going to leave the grill. I mean, he's yeah. the grill master over I here. Talked to a, I talked to a friend of mine named Jim yesterday, and he said uh, that they just moved. And he goes, I got the sister-in-law two houses over. The mother-in-law is now five houses down. He goes, so what I did... Was I bought this mobile uh, flat top grill thing? Yeah, he goes, you can roll it anywhere, and he goes, so I'll I'll roll it around the backyard away from where they are, to, just to be like, well, I don't want to get everybody all hot and bought. So it's just my isolation station to stay. I'm like, I've got Thanksgiving figured out. I'm going to be in the corner with my grill pumping out stuff and saying, sorry, folks, I can't have it too close to where everybody's sitting. I'm like, glory. Everybody's looking for a way to dodge stuff. See, the thing Speaking we're doing of. this year is at we're, we're eating, and it's going to be like a quick dinner, a couple hours, family, Tops. that's it. Then we're going to uh, her cousin's house, just the cousins, and we're loading up with drinks. Yeah, and you're going to drink and tell yeah, yeah. stories. Yeah, yeah. Nice. How do you get away from the one? It'll just be too late for them. See, but we like those people. It's the other family where where things get a little You're dicey. Saying that you don't like, like those. We need we need some alcohol. <laughs> See now, this is going to come up at Thanksgiving, where it's like I heard Richard say he likes the cousins, but he doesn't like us. So they're, fine. They're both listening right now, anyway. Yeah, I they know. Them. I think they're wonderful. That mother-in-law put the put the heat on my ass to have you ask uh, you get married and stuff. I think the quote was, "What are your What do you think his intentions are with like, my daughter?" I think he's banging the tar out of your daughter. I think that's all he wants to do right now. <laughs> we moved into a home together. <laughs> yeah. What do you think is yeah. going on? His intentions are <laughs> to lay on top of her a lot and like make like noises. That's what I think he's intending to tonight. In fact, I think his intentions are after we all leave is to stick stuff inside of her. That's pretty much, I think, his daily touch. I don't know. I live day to day. I don't yeah, know. Because that was a birthday party, right? And then she's like, oh, you're disgusting. And then she would laugh. And there was like an aunt or something there that thought it was funny, too. Oh, because she listened. Okay. Aunt Liz. Yeah. She liked it. Because yeah, I was yeah. telling your mother-in-law that your intentions are to roll her over. And if you really want to know his true intentions, it's to talk her into getting just drunk enough to do other stuff. <laughs> That's disgusting. I'm like, you raised her. I didn't help much because I said he really likes to work with wood. <laughs> he's a, he's and a, that's a whittler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, have your have yourselves a happy little turkey day. I Thinking of me. You uh, mentioned the grill, and I I told him I was going to do oh. him a shout out. Alfonso. Oh, for God's oh, sake! He put in there's the morning at my again. place, and he did an unbelievable play, uh, job with it because it. I bought this uh, griddle, and it mm. didn't fit in my. Barbecue Island. This guy was the master tile. There's another, There's another one. Great job. <laughs> <Catching> Crystal <laughs> Creek. You guys like the barbecue? So, <laughs> so do we Google Alfonso? Yeah, what Crystal did you Creek. Get? What did you get? Uh, the mastery of right. Alfonso putting that so he, griddle he, in there. He chiseled your... Stop saying griddle. I feel like I'm in a Kentucky woods. Uh, in The, the uh, tapenaki. It's just a, it's a flat <sighs> I know. I'm How many times know. have you done the Onion Volcano already? That's Not yet. I, that's why this Thanksgiving's going to be the great. The problem was that this, this, mar- this guy went to put his griddle in, and it didn't fit. So for free, he chiseled it out and made it work, and that's why Brady's like, I'll give you a shout-out. Instead of just Crystal giving the guy Creek a couple hundred bucks. Crystal Creek did not bucks. do it. All right. 
You got something for it's nothing. It's unbelievable. They're really good. Uh, of course they are. You got something for nothing. Though. You don't do that for nothing. I'll give you a shout amounts, and here's a couple bottles of uh, storage facility sauce. <laughs> you should have that. You should have nothing to do. On top. Don't, yeah. I mean, nothing to do. Blow the with. dust off that. Mike Williams, the owner of Crystal Creek. Uh-huh. They do a great job. You got a, you got a deal. This is Back illegal, shark. what you're doing. Yeah. No. I'm not defending it if it comes on you, if it comes back. We didn't get our value for what you promised us. And that guy comes out of the woodwork and says, I got $5,000 worth of free stuff. And he said he would do commercials for us and give me one mention, which is all illegal. I'm just pointing it all out to the to the radio police out there. This is what Bray's doing is wildly illegal. Just thanking me. One man. Great job. Wildly illegal. Gone rogue. Yep. I'm, sh- I'm sure they did a great job. And I'm sure... You gotta change all the labels on that sauce too. Storage facility barbecue sauce. Just <laughs> with dust, just blow the dust off barbecue sauce. You're just handing that out to people like crazy. And I'll give you a shout out on the old morning cup. <laughs> and Brady's morning cup. You gotta dig out some shirts now. Yeah, enjoy your sip. I of the will morning begin cup. To have jingles produced. Oh, Brady's morning cup. Let's do it. Absolutely. Done, done, and done. Just the true jingle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't reach into his pockets. He gives you a mention for free. It's Brady's Morning Cup. Here's some stuff I got on trade yesterday for the crap trade of, of mentions. My house is, I traded for my house. Because when Brady says he gets a grill, people listen. Oh, I'm sure there's grills flying off the shelf now. Wait a minute. Brady said I you got guys the grill do this from a different place. I got the grill from Barbecue Islands. Oh, uh, here we go. Jesus, I paid, I paid for that grill. <laughs> yeah, I did. Full You're price. Shameless. No full price. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pay full price that has for that. That's nothing. Liar. That's <laughs> nothing to do. They just, they, they just opened a new lying. location in oh, Gilbert. And I for that grill. What's oh, the phone number? Yeah. <laughs> Give them all a call. <laughs> Text me at Brady'sMorningCup.com. <laughs> this is illegal. Hey, like everything. I can't even, Look at you. The morality. The other day we're trying to talk about Hogan and he's just shaking his head. That can't be part of this immoral nonsense. But stealing from all the other clients <laughs> that pay good money to be on this station. I got half a half a discount there for that uh, griddle. <laughs> griddle. Goddamn it's a game changer, John. Your, of course it is. The only thing I think when you say griddle, immediately John Denver takes on the griddle. Life ain't nothing but a fun. But it's a hillbilly immediately <laughs> to griddle things. Anyway, uh, this is what this is the type of morning cup and I get. By the way, Holmberg's full of crap about going to Copper Blues before Suns game. I've been here for three hours. I haven't seen one ugly tall guy. Asshole. One ugly, bald, tall, white guy. Not one. Timothy. Yeah, we were going to go last night, but we did it. So the commercial says I'm there. I'm not there every day. That would be ridiculous. Now, if I got a free griddle out of it, I'd probably pop by. <laughs> Joel and Matt are going to be rolling yeah. one of those in tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> if I get a free griddle, I'll hang out and be the I'll be the uh, Joe Lewis at the door. <laughs> Jackass. Uh, and then somebody says, I'm listening to the podcast from uh, Wednesday. That's yesterday. Just got to say, I really hope Holmberg is legit about covering the Rocky soundtrack around the 4th of July. I never pre-order anything, but this I will go to. I know five people right off the bat that will go, oh, I got crushed yesterday with people already wanting tickets. Oh, yeah. To the... Sylvester Stallone birthday celebration so many playlists, montage songs. Uh, and Marty, uh, the guitarist, and the only other original member of Sodomizing Linda. 
Isn't that amazing? We're down to just the two of us. We're like the, uh, wow. the Keith and Keith and Mick of Sodomizing Lana. Barbary's gone. Barbary was, wow. yeah, they're all gone. Uh, Roy, of course, had medical right. issues, so he can't be there. We're on uh, drummer number, uh, was that uh, Darren and then now uh, Ryan? And it wasn't because of fights or anything, just scheduling. It's not like we're real, so it's not, <laughs> it doesn't really <laughs> think. But uh, Marty and everything else, but Marty You're said. You're going through members like Quiet Riot. It's true. It's true. Like Spinal Tap, only they're all still alive. Uh, Marty's got a gig on the 4th in another state. We're working on it being my 50th birthday party somewhere around July. Oh, nice. So the Rocky Montage, super sodomizing Linda night out on the town. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be all Stallone. Stallone. All so you're going to bring it over the top and everything over else. the top. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, every every Stallone one and we're we're going to work that out. I was watching Staying Alive last so night. So Flashdance is out? You did? Yeah. You, you can watch Staying oh, yeah. Alive still? Oh, yeah. Your TV doesn't it's start John laughing? Travolta's on it. Come on. I know you can do it. I'm saying your did television you cry? still yeah, allows I, it? I turn it on and HBO Max goes, oh, all right. <laughs> HBO Max has <laughs> scheduled in. it? I thought you'd have to go find it. Oh, no, no. I got it. Oh, my dear sweet Jesus. <laughs> Type in Travolta. He comes up. I, I'm surprised. Oh, I had to listen to Frank Stallone It yesterday. doesn't say staying alive and then parentheses next to it. Come on. <laughs> you know me. No, like, I didn't. I hey. left that part out of that's, it. That's the reason why computers have that thing after you click that says, are you sure? <laughs> it's true. The boxing glove came oh, out of the monitor. <laughs> Watch Rocky, asshole. Yeah, exactly. Watch a good one. He's not even in that. He just directed it, but Travolta, I see. He made, yeah. a, he made a cameo yeah, at the beginning. Know, in that He's walking by and he kind of turns around. Feather coat. Does he? Yeah. In the opening credits, that. he's walking down the street. They, and they, turns don't around. they bump each other and kind yeah. of give each other a look over the shoulder? Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, oh, that's Sylvester Stallone. That <laughs> <laughs> movie's and terrible. Frank Stallone's in it? Yeah. Great movie. It's not <laughs> a great movie. <laughs> wow. We should do uh, Siskel and the Italian yeah. Eve. <laughs> I really thought this movie was like, you got to be out of right. your mind, Gene. <laughs> One of the best movies ever. This thing is unbelievable. Staying alive. Four thumbs up and a couple of toes. <laughs> Not mine. Not mine, anybody's. I got two toes I can carry. I'm sure I'll show you the toes. This guy needs to, you know, he learns to, uh, to walk to the places I tell him to walk or he loses a toe. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, congratulations to you, Brett. I got You got to go. I got to go. Look at this. Brett's going out right now. This morning, we're sending Brett out because this is a good deal. Uh, and it's for a great cause. So, for charity, we'll take a, we'll, we'll cut a toe off of this show for a day. Yeah. Uh, Black Rock Coffee Bar, East Thomas Road in Scottsdale, which is Thomas and the Pima. Uh, it's right there off the 101. Ten cans of food. That's all we're looking for this morning. You got ten. You got them in your in your uh, cabinet Easy. right now. I have. I, I pandemic hoarded a bunch of chicken noodle soup. I got so much of that Campbell's chicken noodle soup, and I don't like it. It's too salty. I've never liked Campbell's chicken noodle. Progressive. Soup. What? All the way. Uh-uh. I bought it just. Well, yeah, because it's just salt. It's yeah. all salt, and it's terrible for you. Like you look at the ingredients in that, and it's just. A, but give it to give it to food shelters because that's what I'm going to do. I got to donate all that uh, tomato sauce that I had for the uh, loads the, the heat stroke open. I forgot about. Oh, that. I got a case God, of yeah. that stuff. So I'm going to bring that right. next week. All right. Well, there you go. So you got a whole bunch of those. Brady's so. got hot. Sauce. Does it have to be in cans? Hot Can it be in old hot sauce. bottles? <laughs> hey, great idea. Brady's going to start canning his stuff now. I have to give a shout out to the cannery. <laughs> I get a great job there's out there. I, I griddled him up some food and then... i got to mention coyote Onion peaches. volcanoes for everyone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's ridiculous, and it's all because it's, he knows it's you know, he knows what he's doing is wrong, but he's still and it's still worth it to him to lose his job for the free grills. <laughs> you know you do. nothing illegal. There's what everything you you're about? doing is illegal. illegal. About it, I'm paying something. They aren't. <laughs> That's right. You'll be paying. You're paying. They're standing in des. Kirby, this is what it's called to be 
uh, unemployed. This is my new friend Lamont. There's a whole bunch of new friends. <laughs> hey Kirby, you got some big ass feet. <laughs> what are those Jordans ones? <laughs> Yeah, she shouldn't be wearing those in this line. She's gonna get attacked. <laughs> I measured her the other day. What do you got? In your in shoes in your shoes. My these were not my shoes, but they were shoes I ordered. But yeah. yeah, they're her shoes. They're now. her shoes. <laughs> five ten and a quarter. Is her height? Yeah, she's five ten and a quarter. Rice on a bicycle, man. That's a tall thirteen year old girl. Where did? Yeah, where did these jeans come yeah, from? I don't know. Well, Brady's wearing jeans today, and I think <laughs> yeah. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby couldn't because they'd be shorts on him. <laughs> They're Kirby's. I'm already getting the hand-me-downs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is good. <laughs> these don't fit me anymore, you old pirate. There you go. Try to stretch these around that ample bosom. It's <laughs> a nice shirt, Kirby Derbs. Thanks. Yeah, I'm out of it, man. It's a midriff on me. It's a nightgown on you. Uh, but Bert's going out this morning. Operation Santa Claus. Ten cans of food or ten dirty bottles from a storage facility. <laughs> uh, and help out Operation Santa Claus. Everyone who donates will be entered to win a new Sanderson Ford or Sanderson Lincoln. How about that? Yeah. Uh, you get Black Rock Coffee Bar. Classic drip for 98 cents there this morning. Drop off, uh, help out. Ten cans of food and you, you could win a car. Can't beat that. That's pretty awesome. That's why we're sending Brad. This is a big deal. Black Rock Coffee Bar. Fuel your story. Uh, also going to have ghost tickets today. Homebrook's Happy Ending tickets. You got those to sign up for out there. A whole bunch of KUPD stuff. This is a good one. So head on over to Thomas and Pima. Meet Bert. If not for the for the millionth time, but for the first time. Who knows how many times you've seen Bert out. Uh, and head on out to the Black Rock Coffee Bar this morning. Ten cans of food. Uh, and Sanderson Ford uh, is putting up a Ford and a Lincoln. And they're going to give one of those away. That's beautiful. Well done. Bert, All right. make your move, kid. We'll talk to you in a little while. There goes Brad, everyone. Nicely done, kid. I am uh, part of it. Brett, uh, Brett's going to miss this part, but this is a good one. Uh, part of brand new language uh, in the Valley, which is great, with the FanDuel Sports Bar and the, and the uh, FanDuel uh, gaming app and all that stuff that uh, we do. My friend Mark and I go to the Suns games. Didn't go to Copper Blues first last night. Don't let the commercial fool you. It's not a daily, but I do go there a lot. And uh, we've decided that every game we're going to put 100 bucks on a bet to make the game more interesting. Suns, An in-game bet. N- not in-game, but, well, it's... It, not during the game, oh, in game, but yeah, okay. we make a bet before the game. Got so it. yesterday there was a, uh, this was a, this was a good. So a hundred bucks. We figure if we do this at, we'll go to twenty five, thirty games out of the forty one, and put a hundred bucks on each one. If one hits, we covered our bet. The year we covered our year bets. So it's just for fun. So we'll each put a hundred dollar bet down on the same bet. So we're cheering for the same thing. Last night's bet was against the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, that the point guard for the Mavericks, Brunson, scored fifteen points or more. Had two three-pointers. Check both those boxes. Those are done. Uh, that uh, Christoph Porzingis had six or more rebounds. Check that box. DeAndre Ayton, eight or more rebounds. Check that box. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. had two or more assists. Check that box. Now, we're looking at a $100 bet going for 1200 bucks here. Five-leg parlay. Five out of the six. The only one we oh, missed on was Chris Paul hitting two threes. Ah, hit one. No. Didn't even he, 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 0 for six. Oh. He couldn't find the rim last night from three. And that's what I was saying. He he put six attempts up. He threw six up, and in the first half, it's like, oh, they're a little short, but he's he's shooting threes, which is rare for Chris Paul to get crazy about that. He'll do two or three a game, maybe, but six is a lot, and he couldn't find that. He couldn't do it. So we miss, and that is what I always say. Parlay is just Latin for you're going to miss by one. 
and we missed by one, would have paid us. It was $200, so it would have been 2500 bucks between the two of us, uh, twelve fifty each, which was just ridiculous. And the fun part about it was we're there, Suns fans, both of us cheering for the Suns. But out of nowhere in our section where we've clearly been on the Suns, uh, you know, jock the entire time. We're loving the Suns. When uh, Brunson hit his second three, Stebbings and I stood up like, yes! Like all of a sudden a Maverick hits a three and we lose our minds and everybody's looking at us like, what's it, what are you, I'm in a, you know, the Suns shirt. Sorry, it's a yeah, bad. Sorry, sorry. Bet. So you don't even realize that we're degenerates now. And then you start realizing who the gamblers are in the crowd. Because they start cheering. Because they start cheering for weird stuff. Like this guy in a Suns, he was in a full Suns sweatsuit. Porzingis uh, shoots a three. Yes! And I'm like, that guy just won like $800. There's no way because Porzingis had like four threes last night. Like he had a three plus bet on on Kristaps hitting three or more. Oh, we were we were livid. It's definitely been a changer this year for uh, foot watching football. Watching no Everything. matter what sport you watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, go to a basketball game. The game ended at like 1030. And because it was a, a national televised ESPN game. So at 1030, we're... We're still standing there, like in blowouts. You'll stick around the whole game. I got to get that last. I put one on the road game the other night up in uh, Minnesota to have all all Mikel Bridges had to do was hit three three pointers, and the Suns had to win, and I would on twenty two hundred dollars. Oh, for four from three. I'm like you got the guy shoots threes like crazy, and it was you know it's just bad luck. But uh but I'm looking around and I'm like this gambling thing. You see it like the way the crowd cheers, and I heard a guy behind me go, "I just need one more point." One more point from Brunson, and he had 14 at the time, so he was in a 15-point bet for Brunson. That was the going line, the over-under. And he almost had a triple-double, and I'm sure somebody in that crowd's like got $1,000 riding on the triple-double of Mr. Brunson. It was crazy. So it was fun, though. We had a great time talking basketball. And we noticed something. Uh, Robert Sarver has not been to any home games. We haven't seen him on the floor at all. And it's weird that this thing that was going to blow the Suns up ESPN made a huge deal like this is coming and this is big and it's gonna nothing like nobody cared like they swung it did they I mean maybe I'm just blind to it but it seems like they swung and missed on this Sarver thing so badly that there'll be an internal investigation and maybe some punishment but it doesn't seem like that whole we're gonna force them to sell the team which is what they were saying was gonna happen ESPN made that whole thing like the bombshell that's about to come out may force the NBA's hand to get rid of Sarver and I saw nobody a side cared. by side comparison of the Sterling and, and Sarver. There and I'm one. not defending Sarver, but the comparisons of why Sterling had to get rid of his team are... Yeah. The difference between Sterling and Sarver was audio tape. Yeah. I mean, maybe Sarver's an asshole, but at this point, all he has to do is go, mm, I didn't do that. Right. But bring me emails, bring me video or whatever, but until you have something, I don't have to defend myself against this. Yep. There's nothing here. I'll just tell you guys, this isn't me. And uh, it never happened the way it's being told, so... And honey, keep away from any former NBA players. <laughs> I don't want you. I don't want you cavorting with those types. Yeah, that's what Donald Sterling yeah, would say in his, his own big. language. Well, he screwed up. Yeah, calling Magic Johnson in Los Angeles, uh, you know, disgusting because his friend. Ah, my friends see you with them, and they're going to think now. They're going to think I have AIDS. Is He's basically riddled. what he was saying. He's riddled <laughs> with AIDS. Now he sees you two together. He was an old man who didn't understood. He didn't understand how AIDS worked, but he did know it was mostly gay. Uh, and if you're with that person, there's a chance you have it. It's very old-fashioned thinking. Like, oh, you're hanging around an AIDSy guy, and it's public, and now I'm going to, you know, everybody's going to tease me. He didn't want the hassle. He didn't want his old man friends giving him grief. So he threw a couple N-bombs out, 
said the age thing about a legend in Los Angeles. And speaking of legends in Los Angeles, they're building a Kobe statue in front of what is the Staples Center. Now, now the crypt. Well, it's now, well, that's the point I'm going to make here okay. is that they're making it the, the Crypto.com Center uh, come Christmas. Did they remove the staple off the top of the building, too? Remember that yeah. was the... Well, they got everything. Well, there was no, like, there was just a painting. It wasn't, well, like, know. a real staple, like, sitting on well, It was kind of neat. But, but no, Five they have, ton. They have the writing, the, the marquee that's the staple center, and the, the paint on top. They'll just, you know, the same thing they did with the Suns, which I was asleep at the H&H Ranch, which overlooks the Suns Arena, and the next morning woke up and Footprint Arena had been... It's all over it. Really? Like all the all the signage was up the day after they announced it. They got on it. Uh, it wasn't just getting on it. It was done. Like there was no evidence of dust or or screws. Which or you had anything. to pre-order that stuff. Yeah, I guess. The, the, I mean, well, they had the announcement. The, the sign was up the next day. It was crazy how fast they did that. And it's not like a sticker. It's you know big F, big O, big O. Like they're sitting on top. It's on top of the the. It's the marquee. It's huge. So uh, Kobe's going to be in front of it, and they call Staples Center the house that Kobe built. And now people are upset because Staples Center is now Crypto.com and Christmas. And I don't think it's a good idea, maybe it's me, to have Kobe Bryant's house that Kobe built uh, have the word crypt involved now because it's going to turn into Kobe's crypt. And people aren't going to like that because I'm a fan of not the Lakers. I hate the Lakers. But Kobe's crypt is hilarious. Are you going to the crypt? I'm going down to the crypt. I'm going. Down, I'm going down to the crypt. Is it too soon to start making it a mausoleum for Kobe? Because Kobe's crypt, the house that Kobe built, is funny to everybody who hates the Lakers. It's off center, and it isn't uh, polite or kind. But neither is anything in sports when the team you hate the most does something stupid like this. So the the LA fans, I got to hand it to you, caught on to this mighty quip. They're going to start calling it Kobe's Crypt, you know. Nobody would do that. You'll Pretty see. Happening. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm like totally in on that. So Kobe's Crypt is now where the Lakers play. And the Clippers are moving out, so it's officially Kobe's Crypt. Hilarious. And they're building this gigantic like tribute to Kobe right out front. Where are the Clippers going to play? They got a new arena they're building somewhere. Down by SoFi, right? Uh, I think so. It's in Inglewood. I think. I don't know. Who cares? The Clippers. They could use a corner of SoFi. They'll be fine. That, yeah, just put the Clippers on a on a park court. Nobody cares. They've been pretty good since Sterling left, but nobody cares about the Clippers. They're they're not the LA team. They're the other LA team. Even though they're the better team, they're still the other LA team. But Kobe's crypt is going to be uh, hilarious for a long, long time. And I have to wonder if Crypto.com, $700 million they paid to get the, sponsorship? get the money. 10-year? I don't know the numbers, but it doesn't matter. Still. It used to be 30-year rentals when you yeah. would buy like a stadium name. It was, it was minimum 30 years. Even if this is 30 years, $700 million to just put your name on a box. And you think about it, Staples, I don't even know if they're a thing anymore. And I don't know what kind of money. Yeah. But that was well, that's probably why. their most uh, recognizable th- asset was that arena. It made yeah. you know Staples. Like, oh, yeah, the paper place. But the, when's the last time you went to a Staples? Do you go to staples.com? For, I'm sure that they still do stuff. But oh, I mean, yeah. Are they still relevant in that world? I don't know. I don't know. Not either. with Amazon. And their biggest thing is the arena. See, and that's my thing up in Seattle when they changed the name of Safeco to T-Mobile Park because the yeah. 20-year run of Safeco ended. It's Safeco. It's yeah. what everybody up there knows it as. And what's it's it called now? T-Mobile Park. T-Mobile Park. 
It is T-Mobile? I thought they had a weirder name. T-Mobile Park. Huh. I thought it had. I thought the football stadium had a totally different. Oh, that's baseball. Well, right, What's baseball. football stadium's new name? Football is uh, Quora or something. Uh, it's the the the. Well, it, was, it was it was Quest, then it was uh, CenturyLink. Now it's uh, that's a dopey name it. now. They got a cool. They, they painted the side of it really. Yeah. Hipster What's Arena. Name? Yeah. Hipster, hipster Coffee arena. Douchebag Arena. <laughs> Lefty Cock Arena. Defund Soy the, Boy Dome. Defund the Police it. Dome. Build public toilets for the homeless, Seattle Dome. But, you know, like you said, the the Lumen Field. Lumen. That's it. Not too many companies are re-upping that arena deal. That's a unless thing. they're insurance companies because they've got all the money. Yeah. Know, the insurance company airlines. Were or doing if they it for go, a while, you know, they run into a little trouble, Oops, and all of a sudden during their sponsorship. Oh yeah, yeah, almost oh. always. Yeah, you'll have like Enron. Enron. Yeah, Enron's the one that pops to mind immediately. But for the most part, it's going to be insurance companies. Because if you if you've ever uh, and you know eventually the gambling apps. I mean, they've got so much money there. If they could, I, I don't know if it's even legal now. But you'll have a DraftKings Arena soon. Um, Allegiant Air somehow has enough money to sponsor a thing, and I don't know how you do that at nine bucks a ticket. But <laughs> they've done it, and they've they've got tons of money up in Las Vegas. Well, they didn't pay seven hundred million for theirs. No, seven hundred million. Oh, it's L.A. It's totally right. it's the it's the biggest. Like revenue market and earth, but to have Staples Center turn into Crypto.com, pretty impressive. That crypto is pulling that kind of cash and saying, "Here, let's give it a try." It's a nice push for the crypto, but it's confusing to everybody and everybody who's mad at crypto because it's about to change stuff. Uh, it's kind of like, ah, I don't want to. I don't want to learn about it. Don't make it a big deal. But Staples is gone, and crypto is in. Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, this is their last year, as far as I understand it. That's going to change this name, too. Oh, I thought you said it already happened. No, because they spent like $260 million for the 20 years. 20 years ago, and they're like, we're not right. doing it. So this year, I think this is the last they year. They take the ketchup bottles down and they're, they're, all that? Yep, it's all going away. Wow. I thought it was supposed to end it last might year. Be, it might be. Uh, are they still there? Because I was looking the just bottles? last week, I was looking at the stadium, and it looked like a lot of the, only above the main... Uh, scoreboard. That's yeah, the only the place arena. it's ever been. The Heinz. But I was looking. No, they had them on the. Remember on the outside, they had like when we were there for the Seahawks game two years ago. They had those ketchup bottles on the outside islands or something. Oh, like outside of the yeah, stadium. Yeah. I thought you meant in it. No, yeah, yeah. They got yeah. they got sponsorship stuff. Oh, they just knock those down. It takes a down. But yeah, seven hundred million dollars. You tell me the economy's in trouble and everybody's in exactly. seven hundred million dollars yep. for a place to go. Can we just name this me? Yeah. The house that Holmberg built, that would be awesome to have this building called that. And then put a statue of me outside after I smash into a wall or something. And then... oh, no. <laughs> Come on, that's what it is. Well, you Paul Walker yourself? Yeah, when I Paul Walker and then the statue be and then this Holmberg's crypt. I'd be, I think Kobe would like... I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think Kobe would find that hilarious. <laughs> Kobe's crypt is funny. And what are you going to do? I'm not making fun of him dying. I'm making fun of what you're doing after he died, which is putting the word crypt in and then making it all about him. You know, if you had a funeral home sponsor, people would notice. It's pretty much the same thing. You get the word crypt in it. Crypto.com. I love it. So, anyway, Laker fans, uh, I say it to you proud as ever. Go f*** yourselves. It's hilarious what's happening to your team. I agree with that. I love every second of it. And LeBron sucking and them just thinking they can turn it on at any time. It's It's been great to watch. But pretty great. I love every second of it. Uh, and I like also that Brett's going out this morning. You guys go be nice to Brett. Uh, and he might have some uh, tomato sauce for you as well. That's a pretty good deal. Cars on the line here. Sanderson, Ford, Sanderson, Lincoln. 
10 cans of food if you drop it off with Brett this morning. Uh, you're in the drawing to get a new car. Yeah, that's awesome. Operation Santa Claus is a great charity. They do it every year. Uh, we're glad that they uh, they choose us to help out. And that is a uh, that is a smoking thing uh, to, to give away a car just for 10 cans that you don't want. In your I, I needed to do that. Next week, I'll bring those soups in. I like Campbell's soup. That just chicken and noodle. The la- when I was a kid, I used to pound it. I've got it. the less sodium one, too. Oh, I don't even know if that... I, I didn't have that as a kid. Yeah, were no, kid. no, no, I was a kid. Yeah. I popped yeah. that thing because when the... I still... Yeah. When the hoarding was going on, I went into the Safeway and there was nothing on the shelves when the when everybody was going nuts. And I'm like, maybe. I don't know. Worst case scenario, you got no food. You need canned food. So I got three pallets. Or I guess those like, cases are not pallets, but three things. So like, what is that? Case 24. 24, yeah. So yeah. Got, like 60-something. And... uh. There I was, uh, was, putting them in the thing. I've had one can. I don't want it. Like that's. I don't know why I bought a food that I wouldn't eat normally. I don't want that. All it does is bloat you. Like it's just the saltiest thing in the world. I'm like, okay, well, I don't want this anymore. So now I'm going to give it away to people. And that's what you do when you things that you don't want in your bougie house, you give to less fortunate folks. This is gross. They can have it. But somebody's going to like it. I just don't remember it being that salty. It's the same thing as when you try, like, Fruit Loops, which I used to eat oh. by the gallon. And as an adult, something happens to Fruit Loops. Every adult I ever talked to, they changed the flavor. Like, I think we changed. No, I think, we changed. I think we stopped eating yeah. just piles of sugar and milk. I can't handle sugar like I, I used oh. to. I, Fruity Pebbles is still the only one that's exactly the same barely, as when I was a kid in there. Oh, Captain can, Crunch has been... Captain Crunch is just, it's consistent, but I can't tolerate having my mouth chopped open like that. Right. I, I can't eat. You want the when strips I was a kid, hanging off. Evidently, when I was a kid, I didn't mind having cuts in my mouth because I would eat Captain Crunch. And I had them. It would slice me up, and I'm like, that's oh, no big deal. These are things 50-year-olds say, John. But I know. Like me. What, what happened to my tricks? Pickleball kicked my ass last night. That's Did you play a, a little pickleball last night? That's a phrase I never thought I'd say ever. <laughs> Did it? You're yeah. doing it wrong. No, or or just, you're in terrible shape. Oh, yeah, pickleball should not be at all. Yeah, I've played solo like pickleball. I, I think I bruised my heel. It's I think not, I pulled a hammy. You have to work really hard to get tired of pickleball. No, we're playing three men. So so it's one against Cut two, throat. and then you rotate. Cutthroat, yeah. We were playing one, one-on-one. And I was sweating because it was humid. But then at the end, I'm like, that was fun. And Mark Stebbings, who's way overweight and out of shape. I mean, oh. Well, he sits next to me at the Suns games. And I'm like, thank God the people didn't show up last night next to us so I could scoot over one so I could have two seats because he is fat. I don't know when it happened, but it's big. And uh, yeah, he was huffing and puffing. I thought I was going to have to take him to the ambulance. I'm like, it was pickleball, man. (laughs) We're playing tiny, tiny tennis. With wiffle balls. With wiffle balls. You've got to be in better shape than this. You're not going to make it much. I've got. A fake hip and a fake arm, and I'm not doing what you're doing. This is a, this is bad. <gasps> one more game. I'm like, I don't think you have one more game in you, pickleball. Uh, do you know what I think we should do is play let's sit and be quiet game for a little bit and get your heart back in order. How about we go to Pop Belly and grab a couple sandwiches? <laughs> that sounds good. You'll get, you'll get one more game out of him. You say one more game for Pop Belly. Oh, man. Yeah, that'll get him out of it. Then I roll him over to his side. Stand him up on his feet if I can find where his feet are because he's perfectly round now. <laughs> but yeah, pickleball shouldn't beat you up. It should make you go, wow, that was all right. That was pretty good. If pickleball's beating you up, you've officially crossed the line. And anybody who says, wow, you're not trying hard enough, you can come watch 
grown-ups play pickleball, and you can work. But it's uh, you I get so much a rest. comedian, no matter what, when you get to the certain age, you know, when you the 50, getting yeah. out of the chair. Oh, you make noises and stuff. Those there's no stuff, question. it's like, oh, man. But I'm if pickleball's that. beating you up, you're, you're not. There's rest between each thing. Like, you're not, it's not a constant exertion. Played some exertion. long rounds last night. You, 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 you get, it's stop like two it. hours, two hours solid. It. There's like, t- every, because there's no time limit on when you're just sitting there with your hands on your knees going, <gasps> okay. Hold on. One, two, two, one, two, two. <laughs> one, two, two. All right, serve it. I gotta wait. So, one, two, two. It's one to two. One, two, two. That was a long rally. One, two, two. Okay, hold on. <gasps> okay, two, two, two. Good drop. Two, two, two. That was a good one. Okay, you guys need water break at two, two, two. Lisa plays with uh, with gals. There's that, my that, point. All right, there it is right there. Lisa plays pickleball, too. There you know it's not a sport. <laughs> now it's not a sport. It is funny. You see their group, and it's just the They're four not ladies tired. standing at the net. Yeah. Anything beyond that, they're not running. They're All the commercials for pickleball crack me up because it's like, come to Robeson Homes Adult Communities, and there's just four people standing within like a foot of each other just, <laughs> kink, just kink, having... Kink. They don't move, but they were There's no reason to move. It's a wiffle ball. It's not, and, and even if you hit it hard, it just goes by. You're like, all right, good shot. Two, two, two. <laughs> Water break. I play at Bougie uh, Paradise Valley Country Club with Mark. And the old guys come out in gear. They've got the white collared shirt, the white shorts. And, like, and they stay, they do the stance. And it's the funniest thing in the world to watch real old men play pickleball. Because the other guy goes, all right, zero, zero, one. And he hits it, and it just floats by. And the guy takes two steps, and he can barely take it. And he goes, whiffs at it. Ah, great serve. And like, that was like eight miles an hour. There was nothing to that serve. Ah, was way over there, though. Just had a family friend come out. Okay. The National oh. <laughs> Pickleball Tournament here in Phoenix. Of course, the National is here. Sure. How old is this family friend? 60. Yeah, there you go. Linda Thompson. It's a woman. She playing mixed? She's ranked, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure her parents are proud. Oh, wait, they're dead. <laughs> I think one's alive. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Not making the trip, though. <laughs> No, not allowed to fly anymore. Not traveling to lungs see their daughter explode. play. Compressed air makes her lungs explode. Probably shouldn't travel to her daughter's championship. If you say championship and the age of 60, I'm no longer interested. Speaking of traveling, guess who's coming out next year? Okay. Not your parents. February. You nailed it. Your no. no. mom and dad are going to hop on a plane and I try to make it. they travel. Booked. It was too good of a deal. Oh, We're going for it. man. You're going to put Torp on a plane. He's just going to be a lump at your house the whole time. No, he's 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 active again. No, he's not. What? You know what that's called? There's a word for that. It's called the rally. Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, he's no, rallying. No, but no, no, no. I was going to say denial. In, in, you're not letting me finish. In hospice, they call it the rally. The rally? Yeah, right before they die, they start, they, they're themselves again for a little bit. We've been rallying for a while. Man, you've told me stories where he's down most of the day. John, how he many sleeps your... a lot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, how do you entertain a sleeping man? You sleep next to him. That's about it. How many of your dogs at the end had a rally? Uh, two. All of them, didn't they? No. Oh. Well, you know, you'd have moments where you're like, hey, she seems great. And then, oh, boy. But that's me looking for it. Like the, like the hospice workers say that there's people sit up. They'll start walking again if they haven't walked. They'll talk. They haven't talked for a long time. They'll tell jokes. They'll goof around. You're like, oh, 
But yeah, I'm worried about this party because if there's it's, 90 days, there's yeah. you know, you, I just I don't want Torp to go down on the plane. Your family has a history of dying in weird places. I don't want it's to put that. Fine. I don't want to put that on. It is not fine. Well, yeah. you know who it's not fine for? Sorry for the people that would yeah, be the traveling. The guy sitting time. next to yeah. him. That's who it's not uh, fine. Uh, Putting an 88 year old who's not in the best of condition next to me on a plane is like, oh no. I had a lady die on me on a flight once. It's not comfortable. Die on you? Yeah, she died right on me. And Dallas to Phoenix flight. I remember that story? Yeah. Her, she oh yeah. Started to wobble. I was in the I was in the window. She was in the middle, and her husband was in the aisle. She starts going. Oh. He finished her meal. Oh, I would. If we had well, a meal on that flight, I would have taken it. <laughs> but it would have just been like saltless mash because I don't think she could eat. And she, her makeup started to plate tectonic break off of her face and slide. Oh no! Like she had ch- like big cake makeup on it. it went and it would just start moving. She's sweating so hard underneath all the makeup, and then her head hit my shoulder. And she was out. And then I didn't even, I'm like, uh-oh, this old lady's asleep on me. And then her husband's smacking her going, wake up, wake up, please wake up, please wake up. And I'm like, ah, ha, 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 what's happening? <laughs> and they, they're they like, is there a doctor on the, and then of course you hear the one guy go, I'm a dentist. I a ask doctor. again if there's a real doctor on the plane. Dentite, dentite. Yeah, and then I had to move one row back <laughs> while some phony doctor went up and treated her. And uh, I think she died. But Geneva got a wedding ring out of that deal. Yeah, oh, hey, I well, the finger. I sucked her, <laughs> sucked her ring finger. Some jewelry off. <laughs> and I got that uh, amethyst right <laughs> off of her hand. She's not going to need this anymore. And since she died on me, you kind of owe me. Tell you what, I'll trade you that we'll ring for trade that ring for a griddle. That'd have been a good move. That would have been a solid move to steal that dead lady's jewelry for a griddle. <laughs> All right, John, to carry on a theme, I have a big question for Brady. Will his dad be buried in Ohio or Cuba? Oh, man, that's a great question. Because Brady's classic answer to that was, I'd be buried in Ohio because that's where my family is. And then in in Gilbert, you heard, because his family in Gilbert's like, oh. Family. Oh. Well, I'd be buried in Ohio where my family lives. Oh, Brady. Terrible answer. Ronnie had to sign papers. <laughs> that noise brought to you by the pain and suffering of emotional guilt. Ronnie had to sign something saying that she'll be buried in Ohio as well. <laughs> Is that right? Even though there's no reason for her to be there ever. <laughs> yeah, pretty good stuff. Anyway, Brett's going to be out there. We're going to no. talk to him in a minute. Get your 10 cans of food and go uh, try to win a car. Uh, Operation Santa Claus. What a great deal. Uh, that's pretty awesome. So Sanderson, Ford, Sanderson, Lincoln. Ten cans of food. What if one of win a car. two cars? Yeah, you could get there. Two cars to give out, right? Ford and a Lincoln. That's great. So you could win two of them. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical stuff? He Nothing. usually goes, oh, he didn't write it down? I thought he, I thought he wrote it down, son but it doesn't look like man. he did. Son of a son. Guess it's free for all. Brady, what do well, you got? What was yesterday's stuff? Just go off of that. There's plenty of it. Uh, it's on his computer. Son of a bitch, Brad. I got the... Oh, yeah. You got to break in. Otherwise, we got nothing. From a month ago. All right, what do you got? That's the old board. Uh, how about uh, we just get ready for Thanksgiving with Seven Dust Bitch? Because that word's going to get thrown at somebody at your Thanksgiving you. table. You bitch! This happens every Thanksgiving! So Seven Dust Bitch. And it's appropriate because, uh, uh, you know, LeJean is a black guy. And there's going to be those awkward moments, too, where Grandpa meets your new black boyfriend. And it's just going to be weird. Thanksgiving is strange. Interracial everything. What's it? Wait, wait a minute. What happened to your daughter? Oh, this is now my son, Trevor. What? Yeah, the daughter is now a son. Ah. Last night, bitch, when I found out 
Bunny had made plans to come out in February. She FaceTimes. Oh, on and purpose? It was, it was five minutes of one trying to get her video on. She's there. I mean, you're laughing so hard because it's just like yeah, the commercial yeah. that you see. I, I can't. Well, let's. And then you hear dad barking out stuff. And then, then the video comes on and it's. She doesn't have the angle because she's doing it off a, a pad. Right. And, and it's one of those shots where it's going right up her gut. She's in cans. It's like. Funny cans. That's Kirby, weird. look away! Why? Why? It's it's uh, oh, it's it's the bunny <laughs> cam. <laughs> it is. Oh like, god! It's showing me, and then it's upside down, and then it's oh, baby, god. if my <laughs> had eyes, this is what it would see. <laughs> oh god, mom, turn your OnlyFans off! Come on, mom, I can't deal with <laughs> cam anymore. Very you get a you get a shot from my vest. Then Dad's head in the background every now and then. Hey, hey, at least it's not in the foreground, is it? Down there. Uh, is Dad naked? Hey, look, it's uh, Tom Bogan starring in Bunny's Cam. Finally get it straightened out. 30 seconds of front. Okay, thanks. All right, thanks for calling. While she was on the phone with you, did you hear cha-ting, 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 cha-ting in the back while, while C-Cam was working? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, baby. I've got my fans kicking in. What is that you want me to do? If they put my finger on it, they'll give me more. Oh, God, Mom. We're coming out for February. I've made just enough. What are they coming out for? Your birthday? Yeah. Nice. That's good. Well, I'm glad. I'm nervous for Torp, though. They're calling to get, you know, approval from Ronnie. Is that okay? Oh, passive-aggressive approval. Holiday Get ready. Is it okay if we come up? What's she supposed to say? No. Even if she doesn't want him out, she's got to say yes. Well, she said no the last the she couple of times. Just to give it a try. Yeah. Is it all right if we come out? Oh, you're inviting yourself out? Yes. No, they're uh, saying no, if, the, not, if that's good. a good time of the year. Sure it is. Where are you going? I go, yeah. So everything's there coming out to hang out with you? Exactly. For how long? A week. Oh, wow. Then you pile them back on a plane and fly them home. Nope. Nope. You're probably not going to make it. <laughs> All right. The rally. What is it? The rally rally might end. I was just reading about the rally the other day. Hospice workers call it the rally. I thought uh, it was a full rally the weekend I went back. Well, you're constantly Because he he played golf. Yeah. He went to the Ohio State game. I mean, he played 13. My old man friend, uh, Fred, his wife always says, when you're here, he's just up and I'm like, I'm adrenaline. That's all that is. He's excited to see somebody that does stuff. Yeah. He's sick of looking at his wife, Paula. That's 70 years in the making. They've been married for 70 years. You don't look at that all the time. But wherever you're going, it, it throw in an added five to ten minutes longer. to Five to ten's a nice You know, day. getting from the car to a restaurant or whatever. Now, the worst thing about Fred is he still likes to drive. I'm driving. And then I'm like, no. And then they want me to drive their cattle. And it's a nice car. And I put some I put some speed on I'm that. I'm beating. They don't really drive it like I you're, you're blowing out the carbon. It's yeah, they, they, it's got like 18 miles on it. They've had it for a couple of years. You got to get new cars. They're amazing people. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. I would never put Fred on a plane though. Oh my! That just getting to the airport. That ordeal. Holy Moses! Oh, Again, that could that could change. Fingers crossed. I like that a 88 year old man's making plans in advance. Yeah. Making vacation plans. That's good stuff. I don't make plans. I don't think I'm going to make it to next week. I'm not even going to Dallas next week. So I'm like, yeah, I didn't have time to make this work. Uh, it's going to be too it's hard amazing. for me. I, I, I look at it the same way. I hate traveling. Awful. All those people, and planes. Ugh. Yes. 
If it weren't for the people traveling, it would next be amazing. week at no the thanks. airport, you couldn't pay me to fly somewhere on Thanksgiving week. I don't. Well, it's what I was saying last night at the Suns game at halftime. It's the worst possible time to get up and go to the bathroom. Halftime is the single worst time to go do anything. But it's the sheep mentality of people going, it's halftime, I have to get up and stand in a line. It is, the, it, and, and there's just certain people that have that ability. I don't. I am the opposite. I will go in the middle of the best parts of the game because I know that's when everything's available. I can't tolerate the whole, uh, you know, hurting of humanity to one thing. And then I won't stand in lines. I just, I don't get it. I don't have that in my head. I can't and just do it. Ima- I mean, the amount of money that you're paying to experience oh, that. Yeah. And I don't care. Like, at that point of life, but I never have to pee that badly either. That's like a thing. Is it still, um, I mean, it's a lot of the stuff, but the live events sometimes, there's nothing better. But it has changed because uh, the commercial breaks. and I mean, that's been that way for game a while. last night was two hours and ten minutes. They blew through it. Basketball is a little different. Yeah, and, it, and what it, was a TV game, too, which I expected to go longer. And it didn't. It was fine. Yeah, college is, nobody's ever at those anyway. Cameron crazy get like 15,000 people in a small you can go to ASU game walk in and out but yeah the Suns game was fast last night that was even with college breaks it's fun Suns are that's a fun experience they do a good job and plus that twink that dances can't take my eyes off of them hard times Eric Moreno I tried we were going to get his autograph last night because when we walked in there were the dancers and Mark goes hard times Eric Moreno and I'm like you're right like we got to get a picture with him we didn't have the courage to ask we're like move Suns dancers we have to dance with like the best one is hard times Eric Moreno by far the best one. Very sexy. Anyway, this one's for your Thanksgiving dreams. It's seven dust, bitch. Because it's going to happen at uh, 80% of all Thanksgiving dinners. That word will be said to someone. Enjoy your holiday. One week from today, it's 718. It's 98 KUPD. It's Bush. Come down. Uh, it's 739 here in the morning. Six. How'd that happen? It's almost 8 o'clock. Before we move on to Brett. What do I get Wild America playing for? We've got to, before we move on to Brett, uh, who's over at Black Rock Coffee, and uh, is he out there right now? Do you have him on? Brett, are you there? I'm here. All How right. you doing? Doing quite well. Thank you, Brett. This is good. Brett's out at Black Rock Coffee this morning on uh, Thomas and Pima, and you've got to deal with the Operation Santa Claus thing, which is pretty great. If you bring 10 cans of food down, you're entered in to win a Sanderson Ford or a Sanderson Lincoln. This is great stuff. Two cars. But Jay Gutentag, Lady Jay, has uh, emailed in. And said, uh, I would drive out there, man, to see Brett and bring food just because. But me signing up or trying to win anything from 5.45 until about one thirty or 2 in the afternoon will never happen again. Because Dick is in the background. I stopped doing all your contests while he's in the building. Yep. A lot of people have, man. A lot of people have. We're all good, go. man. Still love for you. Because it's the Toledo show, dude. Yep. My friends, and I swear to Jesus Christ, <laughs> win money on all sorts of stuff. You know what their common denominator is, John? They all email and talk to Dick. Swear to Christ. It's all good. I'll so still it's donate. So the morning show now? Or what? Yeah, yep. so what we don't know is that behind the scenes, Toledo's risking it all. Soy boy allies. Soy boy is out there. And then somebody else emailed and said, did I hear Toledo play in pickleball cuckthroat style? Does he do everything in threes? <laughs> <laughs> that was from Beerus. That was a good one. Anyway. Oh, man. Tell you what, man. My friend Brian's a chill dude. He'll tell you if Dick is working, he'll win. 
And he does. It's not a coincidence, man. Think what you want. I know how stuff works. I have a good job, meaning I'm not hard up. Dick's got a vendetta. Bitch about him being a C-word, not a cuck. You got a vendetta, Jay. It sounds like cuck, but it's not. All you got to do is fall in line, Jay. But we all love you. You were gone and everything went south because cuck was in charge. Anyway, man. Wow. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Jay, this contest is, is not cuck-related or Toledo-involved. You you have no fingers on this. Uh, you could say that to Jay. You're not touching this. Sure, John. I'm, I'm nowhere oh, near Oh, for it. Christ's sake. Now I'm in on it. Now the conspiracy's real. <laughs> the Dick Toledo Sanderson Ford Operation, uh, Operation Santa Cuck is what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, Brett, it's a waste of time to be out there. Toledo's already picked a winner, evidently, but... Uh, Anybody oh, I'll, else? I'll, I'll see you guys back in a few minutes. Yeah, just you just come home because this is ridiculous. But you're out. This is a good thing. Actually, it's a very nice charity, even though Toledo's rigged the contest. <laughs> it is. Uh, you know, we teamed up with our uh, friends over there at Sanderson Ford, Sanderson Lake and Mercury, and uh, bringing you guys Operation Santa Claus. They've been doing this for a long time. It's the holidays, for God's sake. So we're doing we're doing a uh, canned food drive here. So come on out, bring ten cans of food. And you can get registered to win a brand new F one fifty or a new Lincoln. Nice. And again, all you got to do is bring. It's like you were saying earlier. Just clean out the shelves of stuff maybe you don't want. Yeah. When you're not like it. We all have ten uh, cans of something we don't want. Absolutely. Yeah. So, also, uh, if you know, if, if you're on the, because we're right here on Pima and uh, Thomas, right off the one hundred and one, so you can't miss us. But uh, if you know, if you didn't have time to grab anything, you're on your way to work or whatever. We will take cash donations as well. So oh. no problem. Julie's out here taking names down. So we're going to get you guys in the drawing for that. Plus, uh, I got uh, tickets to Good Guys Car Show, Bullbeat and Ghost, and I have Holmberg's Happy Ending tickets. So nice. it's all going on here at Black Rock Coffee, Thomas and Pima, and we'll be hanging out here till about, I don't know, 9 o'clock or so. There you go. Nice job, my friend. Well done. Uh, Brett's out there. Go say hi to Thank Brett. You. Bert will uh, take care of all your needs, and plus, you're giving away ghost tickets and happy endings tickets along with all the stuff that we've got, and you could win a car. This is a good one. I'd hop over there if I was in the area. Just off the 101, Thomas and Pima. Uh, simple stuff. And again, 10 things off your shelf. Before you leave the house this morning, grab 10 of those Progresso, uh, you know, uh, cream of celery. <laughs> that was a mistake. Shouldn't have bought it. And you, and you give it away. You give it away. That was Italian a bad Italian wedding soup. Oh, that actually can be good, but no, I don't think out of a can. Oh, you don't like that either. I would I would love Italian wedding soup if I could get past all the flies. You put the breadsticks oh. with it? The <laughs> oh, best. Forget about it. You go to the Olive Garden, get yourself some breadsticks and dip it in dip it into the fly toilet Listen known to as Italian wedding <laughs> soup. <to> it's a fly <laughs> commode. All right, we're done with you. Brett, we'll talk to you later. See ya. Tell you what, man. Three people I know just won a contest you weren't even running called the Cuck Festival online, man. Congratulations. Dick. This Dick. is a contest you won't be winning. No wonder you guys don't have any prizes to give away. Dick is handing them all over. We got this a couple of times. Hey, John, I know you've got a surplus of soup, but you know what, jackass? It makes it not so salty. Water. The directions say add a can of water I to do. the soup. And, I'm, <laughs> yeah, and, and I do. Yeah, if I eat it straight Woo, out of the so can, salty. I'm an idiot. And uh, I know. And I put in a little less than a gallon of water to water down the salt <laughs> lick that salty. is Campbell's soup. Still salty. It is salty. It is salty. Good. It is good. Campbell's soup is good. It's saltier than I recall. I should have gotten the low sodium one. But then I just thought, you know what? I'm going to step it up and get the Super Campbell's good ones. Not the basic red can. That's like the, the OG. Uh, the, the, the OG is too salty. 
I can't do salt. It makes me feel terrible. And then I put saltines in it. Oh, I crumble up. What? You know, you know who's got great oh, soups, yeah. and I don't oh. like soups from restaurants because it's a spit festival, and everybody knows that. Potbelly. I'm a big one for potbelly right now. Potbelly soups are great, and I don't eat soup What's in restaurants. Uh, they have a uh, baked potato one that's pretty good. You can hide loogies in that like crazy, and they do. I'm eating loads of snot, but at this point, I'm like, you know what? It's it still tastes good in what I don't know. But if I'm aware of it, it's okay. Soy boy team unite. Tell Jay to quit being a bitch. No one cares what that dyke has to say, man. Soy boys forever. Once again, Lady J, you can eat a D. Impossible. Well, she would never do that. Never. Yeah, you're barking up the wrong tree there. It's against her nature. So there's a fight now between the entire audience defending the soy boy nation. <laughs> Cuck nation unite. Those t-shirts. Oh, uh, soy boy nation is awesome. <laughs> anyway, what are you going to do? It's too much salt. That's the problem is everybody's got too much salt. <laughs> Ten cans right there to Brett, and that's a nice thing. Thank you for Sanderson for letting us be part of this. Uh, give away a Ford and a Lincoln. Uh, it's time now for all the news that only Brady knows. Brought to you by uh, griddles and uh, free fish and all sorts, <laughs> like a, probably a garage service of some sort or some sort of, uh, I don't know what the hell else. Landscaping. Also, the people who paid for it, Hooters and Bud Light, those wonderful human beings. Uh, bringing you the Brady Report. Hooters is your headquarters for all the action. Stay up to date on your fantasy players. Enjoy a Bud Light draft on special. Who plays tonight? Uh, it, Atlanta a, and Patriots. New England. Atlanta and New England. Oh, it's a cruddy. It's a Super Bowl rematch of people who are no longer on the team except Matt Ryan. So, uh, yeah, it's a good betting game. You can start playing around with the bets and see if they're any good. So, hey, I, I saw a stat on uh, in the NFL, the Birds versus the Cats. You okay. know, like... Every time a bird team a plays study? a cat team, and yeah. it's 209 uh, to 209. It's a tie across oh. the board. The next square Cats up versus is, birds? Yeah. Brought to you by Sylvester and Tweety. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Cats v. Birds draw <laughs> that Brady was so interested in. The next one, I think, is the Panthers. Atlanta, maybe, on the 28th or something like that. Oh, the cat-bird matchups. The, the big like balance the splitter. Could be the well. Eventually, 11, it has there to were break. eleven ties too. Sure, it has to break. Yeah, because it's even. So the next time it happens, we'll have an answer on which one's leaning the other. But then Brady probably history is our guide. The one after that, we'll tie it up again. Prop bet two hundred nine, two hundred nine. Hey Brady, can you give my landscape company a shout out since you don't pay me in cash anyway? You can keep the sauce. Just give me the shout out. <laughs> I'd like to thank that guy's landscape company. <laughs> Call that guy. It's called that guy's landscape company good stuff top notch how about a little extra on the side there with some weed eating what do you say come on throw some throw some pavers in there we got a deal why don't you build up that uh, little thing around my tree there make a little perfect wall how about we shape up that bougainvillea that looks pretty good can you carve (laughs) that's wait a minute what am i saying two extra bottles of sauce and shout them outs on the brady's morning cup doesn't hoodoo sponsor that come on Come on. I can pull some strings <laughs> just by interrupting with with my free thing. Griddle. <laughs> or Ma and Pa Kettle coming over this weekend to work the griddle. Not just a griddle, John. Oh. The Blaze griddle. No, doesn't mean anything to anybody normal. <laughs> Good for you. You just made two fat guys' heart go faster. Good for you. You're going to kill him. He got himself a Blaze griddle. That means you can cook inside and outside at Brady's house. You're never too far away from eating. 
I'm going to put my flaming Hot Cheeto sweatpants on and go over to Brady's house. I'm going to get that wheel yes. up with the tickets, and I'm just going to yell in my backyard. Order eggs up. are up. Which would you rather have your eggs from, Kirby? Kitchen eggs or outside <laughs> eggs? It's about an eight-foot difference. What Kirby wants, Kirby gets. Daddy, I want an egg from the outside and an egg from the inside, and I want to watch you hustle. Stow it, dingy. <laughs> I'm a flat top chef. It's nobody's dream but mine. Get you a bell, too. <laughs> I don't even have any prior convictions, but here I am pretending to be a flat top chef. You know who hates you for having a griddle in your backyard and celebrating it? Everyone who's ever worked at Denny's. <laughs> no, why? Yeah, it is the worst that? thing. Why would you add that to your home? Flat top chef. Oh, you have prior convictions? No. Everybody who works at Flat Top is a prior convictions. No, I want to be a phony teppanyaki. Do you have seats around it yet? Please no. tell me. Oh, come no. on. You're wasting it. There is... Uh, there are uh, seats available there, At the but bar. I, haven't bought, I haven't bought the uh, bar seats yet. You, so there's a place you really can sit. And, well, now they will because you got to do crappy teppanyaki no, now thing. I got, yeah, now i got to take some <laughs> orders. Yeah, there will be. He's uh, building a one-man restaurant. We got indoor cooking. We got outdoor cooking. They are close together. Come here's on my now. kitchen. Here's my other kitchen. It's the same as his bitch barn. His bitch barn is right next to the main TV room. He, he likes being three feet away from the same exact thing. What are you cooking on the griddle this weekend? <laughs> Waffles. Breakfast. Are you going to do some yeah. breakfast outside? Some hash browns. <laughs> Man, you know, that stuff you can't do inside at all. That's smart. That's a wise purchase. Keep it over on the side, wow. maybe some bacon. I'd say it's a wise sausage. purchase if he'd have purchased it. It's a good gift. Bing, where's that bill? Yeah. Order up. Tell you, I spent some money on it. I bet you did. Some. Not all of it. The key. Good phrasing. I <laughs> spent all. some money yeah, on it. I spent some money on it. They, they asked for a lot more. I spent some of that. From Crystal Skyser Gardens, Gretel Hut. Crystal Creek is all right, the I know. company that you got installed it. it. Oh. I bought it at Barbecue, barbecue Island. Right. Let him down the bought path. And buy it from Barbecue Island. You made a deal at Barbecue Island. You're good friends with the bar. You're smart. Good credit. Go over to Barbecue Islands, befriend the owners, hand them some stuff, make some things happen. Next thing you know, you're outside making uh, onion volcanoes. Dream come true. It is. It's every man's dream to be a $9 an hour chef in his backyard. Flip that <laughs> shrimp tail up on the top of my hat. Hot diggity. Did you see that, Kirby? 14th time this week, Daddy. It is growing old. <laughs> Very quickly. Wearing thin. I've got that. the squirt bottle full of sake. Yeah. Kirby, open up. I have a feeling that this, in a month, will be a wasted space. We're going to use the hell out of it that first month, I tell you. Does Ronnie cook inside while you cook outside? No, she like uh, most of the time, but she does uh, like to grill every once in a while. I'm saying, like, it's all happening at the same time. You're going to be making eggs outside and hash browns like a lunatic, and then she's going to be inside doing other stuff. No. No, it's all I'll, you. It's one either or one or the other, yeah. Never a tag team of cooking. I kind of almost want to see this. If it wasn't all the way in Gilbert, I might come down and peer at it. But when I get the chairs up, I'm going to have a live audience. You, I right. want you to be uh, zoom it, Gilbert. I'm not driving. We'll, we'll zoom it. Okay. <laughs> like going to Toledo's house. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's too far. You guys should move where the people are. It's better. Uh, it's uh, Brady. It's time for you to give us the news, please. For God's sakes, report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Great American Smokeout. Oh, this is it, when you this stomp out your day. cigarettes. You know, this yep. has worked. This is the one weird oh, yeah. campaign that's actually gotten the job done. 
They've done a nice job of scaring everybody into not smoking and uh, and cigarettes. Vaping. Oh, well, the big no, thing they did. Vaping is still- Vaping's massive. That's not. Well, it's included in this. It is now, but it's not really. Their campaign is terrible. The the smoking one is great. But the uh, uh, the amazing part is, is the key to the whole thing is making it too expensive. They priced so many possible smokers out of smoking that, that it dwindled. It wasn't the cancer scare as much as it was 7 to $10 a pack of cigarettes made people go, I can't do this anymore. And now, they're, uh, I, I forget what a pack's running now. It's Crazy. over, isn't it over five bucks? Or is oh, it more at least, than that? yeah, it's that. more than that. It's like really? seven or eight dollars yeah, at like least for a, for a pack. The cartons are insane. That's why they all, everybody runs to the reservations to get them. Yep. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. The shortest commercial flight in the world is in Scotland. Ready for this? It goes between two islands in Orkney, Scotland. Your flight, 90 seconds. No kidding. Minute and a half. Yep. That sounds like something you can just jump no, over. I was going to say, because there's no <laughs> boat that can do that. So you got to go to the airport two hours early. Thank you for flying stupid air. Watch this. Hey, we're there. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your flight. 90 second flight. It takes two hours. Yeah, you get two hours before. Actually, get your bags they, uh, after. They pump out the flights really quick. Well, over I hope Europe. no one's packing for this. So there's no baggage on this. Yeah. Plane. But it's amazing how fast they get around in Europe on those flights. Do they still like have Ryanair to... and oh, all yeah. those? Do they still have to go through all the garbage with the, you know, flotation devices and all that? 90 you, seconds. You I don't even think you get... over water. Yeah, but you can't... You no, you don't have time. You can't even get high enough no. to die in that flight. They say it beforehand. They should just boach over. That's a ferry ride. Oh, I'm not getting on that plane. That picture of that thing? That's 90 seconds. Sweet. That's the finest bird Scotland has to offer, you bastard. Look at that beast. Highland air. Aye, William Wallace air. <laughs> you know what it is? Impressive as a story and a complete failure in real life. Just like William Wallace. Enjoy your freedom. Watch this. In one minute and 30 seconds, we'll be on the other side of this island because you're too lazy to swim. <laughs> 90 <Man>. seconds? <laughs> the runway takes 90 seconds to go down. The beer that gets the worst overall rating in the world. Uh oh. Careful. Bush. Natty Light. Oh no, kidding. Well. And number two, Natty Ice. <laughs> well, Natty's not the natural people need to pick it up a little bit. <laughs> it sells more hey, that there. way. I've never had a problem with Natty. I don't think it's really? great, but I'm not. If it's there, I'll drink it. There's oh. some I won't, but I don't like. I don't go out of my way to go grab a case, but if it's there, I'll drink it. The average person burns about 0.19 calories a minute when they're laughing a lot. That comes out to about 17 calories during a standard 90-minute comedy movie. What a sad set Or uh, a third of that if you're watching a Kevin James. (laughs) Yeah, well, Kevin James needs to laugh some more. He's got a whole bunch of laughs to work off. The fastest thing the human body can do... This is going to be childish. Depends on who you're asking. It's going to be childish. Scientists at Georgia Tech found... Sneeze. Snapping your fingers. No. Okay. Is it really? Seven milliseconds to snap your fingers. Yeah. Hmm. I've got some pee-pee poo-poo news. Okay. And... Hello, my friends. It's Brady Bogan. This is your pee-pee poo-poo news. Here are five signs that you're an extreme bathroom planner. I never knew. Planner or planter? Planner. 
Do you ever avoid activities you enjoy because you're worried you'll need to pee? That's girls. Yeah, they make forty-five percent of men with prostate issues said yes. Yeah, they got prostate issues. When you go on road trips, do you plan your route to make sure you'll have access to a bathroom? Nope. 40% said yes. I would assume. 40% with prostate issues? No. Again, but I would assume everyone knows there's bathrooms along the route. Yeah. If you're staying on the main road. Yeah, rest areas. When you walk into a restaurant you've never seen, you immediately check where the bathroom is. One in five said yes. Pretty sure I can find it. Brady checks. Yeah, I know. I'm not real worried that it's going to be a rush. And not in Costco. I mean, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and the Activia people have to like worry. Or acti- what is that? Activa, the one that they can't poop, Activia. right? Yeah. yeah, they're they're ones. They're Activia. the ones that check for bathrooms right away when you when you got a problem. I've done it a couple of times they... walking in the restaurant where you walk down the wrong. You know, oh, I thought the bathrooms were over there. No, they're over. I've this. walked into yeah. the kitchen. Before. That happens. Big deal. Though. Yeah. But I've seen you go into the ladies' room because you had to deuce out some pizza so fast it was. Before you buy tickets to an event, do you check how close you, you are to a bathroom? Oh. 43% have done it. Kidding. Boy, what's wrong with your sphincter that you can't clinch that up a little better? Mostly peeing, I think. Well, you have a sphincter for that too, Brady. Do you ever <laughs> limit the amount you drink during the day? <laughs> we, need to <laughs> we, have to, we have to explain <laughs> that to you. <laughs> it's not just your butthole that's a sphincter. Do you ever limit the amount that you drink? No. I'm constantly 60% drinking. of men with prostate issues. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I've sometimes surprised myself. I pee here because I'm, you know, when I'm relaxed and stuff, but I can go 14, 15 hours if I need to and clean yeah, it out. It's like that's crazy. Good. Like it's a man thing. Uh, guys can do that. Like I get, like if we go on a trip, I don't need to pee. I, I just resign myself to the idea that we're going to be, like last night, stabbing, and that's just because he's got so much weight on him. But he's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And you haven't even gone once since like we left the apartment. I'm like, no, like I'm a grown man. You've had as much drink as I have. Yeah, I know. And I have a sphincter that I can tighten. It's called Kegel, Mark. You have a what? A sphincter. Ready? There's two. There's a bunch of them. One in your throat. By the way, be careful. I'm sitting well, next right. to two of them. <laughs> hey, know he still thinks it's a butthole. <laughs> Scientifically, I appreciate you calling me a sphincter. It's a very useful item. That's your pee pee poo poo noose. No big deal, but this uh, vaccine research facility in Pennsylvania. You know, you, uh, every once in a while, you got to clean out your refrigerator, sure. your freezer. They're cleaning out a freezer over there at the facility. Found a couple of vials of smallpox. Oops. Not a big deal. Not open. No, it's not open, probably but it's been there good. for a couple of years. Yeah, but Even it's probably though, still good that they found it and know it's there. Sure. Sure, you're going to yeah. want to you keep an eye on your smallpox. Right? Yeah. Governments have argued about whether to keep samples of the virus or to destroy all known copies. No. Well, it's eradicated, right? Well, it's 1972 pretty much was. Yeah. So if we get rid of all the stuff, but it can't it's leak. now popping. But how do you get rid of it? You burn it? I don't know. I don't either. That would be my guess. I would assume so. Torch it. I say get rid of all of it. No, I say hold Me on. too. No, because we've got the antidote, so we don't need the thing. Yeah, but what if the recipe changes? Well, then it's a new thing. So it doesn't matter that you got the old thing. You need the old one to see if it works against that. Ah. Nope. You let the the small pocket. It's the same thing when they... Remember remember when everybody was a CDC fan? Remember when I was nervous when they said we're bringing Ebola to the United States? They had that guy who had Ebola. We're flying him to Atlanta to go to the CDC. And I'm like, this is a terrible idea. And all the emails I got were like, it's the CDC, dude. I think they know what they're doing. 
boy, has that worm turned. Everybody hates the CDC now. Everybody's all and angry. And throw the every- who in there? Yeah, and now, and now it's the, oh, the who and the CDC. You got people in charge. Now Dr. Fauci caused AIDS. And like he, he everybody He's, hates uh, him for what everything. What was the latest thing I saw? Uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but someone was accusing him of uh, funding research over in China. Or sure, something. he's the worst thing that's ever <laughs> happened. Just a few years ago, though, when I said when I simply suggested we shouldn't keep Ebola in the United States, we've got rid of it. We keep it in Africa. If some Christian wants to go over there and and hug Africans and try to give them Jesus, and instead gets Ebola, he stays. Period. That's it. And most of the time, they back. feed him. Not only food, they become Jesus? the food. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. If you're going to look, if you're going to a cannibal rich society <laughs> yeah. and you want to introduce Jesus to him, whatever happens there, it's Vegas. Whatever happens in Africa stays in Africa. That island should be the one uh, story that people tell all those Christians. Oh, that's Sentinel, North Sentinel yeah. Island. I'm going to go to that island. I think you should no be human required gone there. to go there if you're a Christian yeah. missionary. Then we'll be done with them. If you come back, then I guess your religion is good. That's part of the uh, sacrifice that happens every year. They elect a couple of people Good. to go over there. They need to elect They're low on stew. <laughs> Good. The cannibals would be smart if they did the thing where they're like, you know, we have we have reconsidered, and we would like to know more about Jesus. <laughs> oh, we need about 15 of your best men. Preferably a little thick through the thighs. Why is everyone from the village here? They've got a phone, and they called us up, and they want to know more about Christ. Who's Oh, God, I can't wait to go introduce them to Jesus. Funny thing is, you're probably going to be the one meeting Jesus. I hope I get drawn. Thank you so much for coming. Please, come to your pot. I mean room. I got a letter. They just love white meat. <laughs> the fat white ones are the best ones. They bubble and plump when you cook them. <laughs> yeah, all the Christians that want to make Africa a Christian rich nation, you're more than welcome to go. But you're not coming back when you get Ebola. And I, I remember when that was going on, and everybody was yelling at me that the CDC is like the number one medical this, that, and the other in the world, and they know what they're doing, and I think you can shut up. And like now, everybody's an expert the other way on the CDC. All I was saying was, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. You're running the risk of getting Ebola here. Luckily, it didn't spread. But I, if, if my neighbor had Ebola, and he was the greatest doctor of all time, I'd be like, you got to get out of this cul-de-sac. I'm worried about what Michael and Troy are bringing in that cul-de-sac. God knows what the hell's floating around my house. Had a couple of medical studies published. One uh, was a 14-year study on tea and drinking tea and coffee. And the researchers basically found those who drink two to three cups of coffee um, or a combination of three or four coffee and tea, they even doubled it up. Yeah. Had a lower risk of dementia and stroke. In fact, uh, 28%. Lower and stroke, and thirty-two percent lower and uh, getting dementia later. And you life. never drink coffee and tea. I was gonna say, join me on the coffee. I'm gonna get you a whole bunch of coffee. I do, but you do. Coffee? Yeah, like an iced mocha. You drink milkshakes, Brady. Yeah, that's not that's not the end. No, the word I, mocha I, I is not coffee. It's chocolate. Yeah, there's coffee in them, and I'll put a little. <laughs> Because I didn't hear anything else. <laughs> he didn't hear a word of that. Because now I know how your doctor feels. Yeah, they got. I got a pill for that. Pipe it up. Pipe it up, kid. There's coffee in it. Well, I'm telling you, you need to drink straight coffee. I do. Yeah, no, there's coffee. I in just that. poured chocolate on top of it. All right. I guess I. I mean, I eat salads, mocha salads, because of the next study. The reason why I'm saying this. <laughs> I just love that dismissal. Vindication of cheese, butter, and full go. fat milk. That's right. 
this study. Is this um, fat guy propaganda news? You tell him, Betty. Here we go, everybody. Welcome back. Bring me back from the dead, Betty. Get me some cheese and some whole milk. They studied 360,000 people on this over a 30-year period. Um, in the 90s, remember the Got Milk campaign? Sure. Uh, in 1970, the average person drank, um, average American drank about 30 gallons of milk a year. That's down to 18 gallons. And they said, basically, um, according to the Department of Agriculture, just appears that the arc of American beverage consumption could be aware of where the fat has gone. Look at, uh, they drank 30 gallons of whole milk. Right. Not 2% skim. Right. What has happened in our life on the body fat? Okay. That has nothing to do with milk. Well, they found that, in fact, that the, uh, the dairy base and mocha and cheese is not um, the cause of the, the heart disease. Now listen to it, Add more fat to your diet. Studies have found that limiting saturated fat is not a beneficial guideline. Um, basically, they're saying the researchers found that certain saturated fatty acids may have specific benefits for some people. Brady's telling you right now, everybody, eat more fat. The takeaway the the is, from personal health perspective, dairy products are at best fine and reasonable things to eat. Dairy products. And avoiding yeah. butter and cheese is less important than once believed. Uh, I don't disagree with that. However, comparing the, the it... The low-fat one... Yeah. They're saying... Um, but your body doesn't digest fake butter. Yeah. That's the problem. Fake dairy is not digestible. Your body hangs on Plus to it's it. it's awful. Margarine? A lot yeah. of it's... Well, not even margarine. Like, I can't believe it's not butter. And the the yeah, phony those, ones... Yeah. They don't. Your body, it's proven. But the the difference everybody always says is like thirty years ago when we weren't as fat as a nation. What was the difference? We used to drink whole milk and eat like. The difference was we didn't have a cavalcade of snacks yeah. all over our house, and Washed we, we weren't that. going to Starbucks, Dutch Brothers, uh, you know, for mocha chocolate the sugar coffee. Yeah. Uh, we're we're chugging. If it was straight coffee, like it's supposed to be, it's you know, what it is. But you, they made them milkshakes now. So every, and everybody wants chicken the same way. Everything is straight up worse. chicken or whatever, right. but we cover it because it's bland. Fat's not terrible for you. It's how no. much we ingest. Don't listen to it, Brady. What Brady said in that report was... You got it, Ralphie. More saturated fat. It's hot garbage to drink that 2%, 2% milk. I'd sooner put my mouth with Toledo's beehole. Here you go, Ralphie. I'd cuck with Toledo. Have a girl watch. Disgusting. A researcher. But skim milk's worse. You're the devil if you drink it. More fat news, Brady. A researcher in Scotland came up with a prototype device called a dog phone. Let your dog initiate a video call with you while you're at work. No, it doesn't. By shaking a toy. <laughs> she tested it with her own dog several months, and it seemed to work. She said the dog would uh, call her, video call her every once in a while. It did butt dial. Every- no. What I guarantee you about this story is that lady's hand has no rings on it. She's the Charles Barkley of and ladies. How many no of these rings. phones are going to sell? Because Tons. the dogs that uh, you know have separation anxiety, but they're not calling you. They're shaking a toy, and their now, phone is activated. They don't know. Now they can zoom you. <laughs> no, they're not doing that to ask questions. And the last thing you want is your dogs to have access to contacting you. They're they're going to call all the time. If what is it, boy? <laughs> I'm hungry again. No, you're not. You're good. I think I might be. Are you ever home? And you know what they're going to say? You want to walk? You should come home. Get all amped up. You want a snack? 
Yeah, I think so. You, you should come home. I don't want my dogs calling me. Look, he knows. Yeah, Daddy, Daddy, it's good. And again, yeah. Um, look, Yadley's howling, and it's just flat out interrupting my nap. The tattletaling at your house. Oh, it'd be nonstop. Oh, my God. Okay, Yadley's digging a hole. She's only got one leg. It's funny, but I'm stepping in them, and I'm twisting my ankles. We need to just come home immediately and fill these holes. You can't be doing anything important. The radio's on. I hear your show. It's uh, average at best. We're not sharing the birds. <laughs> hey, Dad, my bird rammed into a window and I ate it. Thanks, Jack. Don't call me with everything. I had to tell you that. This uh, 39-year-old... Jack, Jack ate two birds, Daddy's lying. Shut up, Gordon. <laughs> this defense, defense attorney in Pittsburgh named Daniel Musing went viral in 2014 for an ad where he claimed he could think like a criminal. This week, he admitted in court that he actually is one. Oh. The ad he made was pretty ridiculous. He claimed that he knew the legal system inside and out, called laws stupid and arbitrary. He said he can think like a criminal, has lots of street knowledge, and joked that he visits his friends in jail all the time. (laughs) He uh, won't have to visit them anymore because uh, in 2019, the cops tapped a drug dealer's phone, and the sting operation revealed Daniel was helping them operate a stash house. Prosecutors say he helped distribute uh, between 200 to 900 pounds of marijuana. They also caught him with around $400,000 in drug money. Whoa. He took a... uh, He pled guilty, took a deal. He'll be sentenced in March. Faces between five or uh, at least five years in prison. That's not bad. Not too bad. But uh, if you want to look him up, the uh, the (laughs) commercial's pretty funny. questions. So we just did a spot about being a criminal? Yeah, like I'm a defense attorney that knows the law. You're stupid. I can get you out of it. I guess he wasn't getting enough clients. Yeah. Or he probably represented this guy and he's like, I got a lot of operations. I want my lawyer to, you know, dabble in the arts. Understand what it's like to be on the dark side every once in a while. I got no problem with that. This is it. shows a bunch of street thugs outside of a very nice sandstone building in the Pennsylvania area. And these guys are getting out of jail, seeing their boys. Yeah, yeah, here's some drugs immediately and some money. <laughs> and a phone. Thanks, right, right out of jail. <laughs> Crimes committed, burglary, home invasion, armed robbery, aggravated... Thanks, Dan. <laughs> getting everybody off. No, it's... it's uh... It's, it's showing guys who have committed crimes, gotten out, and they're committing the exact same crimes again now that they're out. Conspiracy. <laughs> He's disguised. That's a great spot. Well, this is fantastic. It's yeah. showing the actual well, criminals doing the crimes. Your guy's down. For wow. It. Doesn't make the spot bad. That guy's double dipping. There's a Steelers fan. That's Pennsylvania. Jesus. Impersonating a police officer who fell for... Oh, that... Hot prostitute getting in a van. (laughs) And this guy getting in trouble for solicitations, picking her up, and he got them both out. There he is. America was built on freedom. (laughs) Not on a bunch of people with more money than you telling you what you can and can't do with all their stupid laws. (laughs) Laws are arbitrary. (laughs) My name is Daniel Music. He's right. I'm a criminal defense attorney based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I stand ready 
willing, able, and committed to defend you on all manner of criminal charges, yes. including murder, arson, and aggravated assault, and possibly even funny throwback crimes such as moonshining or pickpocketing. <laughs> when you're charged, with I like this guy. It's a shame he's in jail. Speaking of, I want. Yeah, you might need great. to call Daniel. Uh oh. Is Zach Stacy? Oh my God! Did fifth you, rounder. Did you see this? Let's Toledo? check out Mel Kuyper's uh... fifth round. Yeah, take a look at the draft board right here. Zach Stacy, fifth round pick, which means he is just out of the uh, arena of being able to beat a woman on tape and uh, stay in the league because this is scary. He this, there's a video of him punching and beating his girlfriend, and I mean it. It, it makes Ray Rice look like you know. Uh, He's good, a member of now. Good news, they're not together anymore. Well, she broke up with him. Look at the Watch this video. I mean, he tosses her into a television on the wall. Where's the click on the video? I think it was the top one. I think you passed it. I don't think so. It oh, was the top that's one. That's right there. Yeah, yeah the video that's uh, buffering. That's the one you want to stick to. It's going to be an ad. What's going on? And then I went directly to TMZ. Yeah, go to TMZ.com. It's, it's, it's leading the board right now. It's unreal. And he, I mean, he picks her up and throws her across the room into a television set. And then uh, there's another just angle. Misses her. Well, there's another angle. Well, the TV, I don't think it would have hurt when it fell as much as getting thrown in. Right. Into it. And then they show another angle, and he throws two haymakers. I mean, huge punches at her. Uh, like, right, watch her talk. Like, she, this is brutal. This is. And then, he, and then he kind of paces Even around the, the room a little campers, bit. The kid there's a, but there's a little boy, like maybe yeah. two years old, one years old. No, and it's brutal. Please, please, please. Get there. Oh, no, that's just one. It's crazy. And Zach Stacy, he's barely memorable. He was a New York Jet. And I think he played, I think he played for the Eagles, but I don't remember. 2015. Well, he takes a swing time. at her and misses, and then he picks her up again. Watch this. I mean, look at this man-to-woman punch. Whoa. Yeah. Zach, Zach, please stop. And then that, I mean, it's, 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 this dude's going to jail for a long time. Video does not lie. As they tell you in the NFL, the eye in the sky don't lie. You're going to be in jail for a while. That is Ladies, don't hide the remote. <laughs> right? it's not, especially from Zach Stacy. Yeah. Fifth round pick. And Brady made the point that if he was out, because they include that in the story. Fifth round pick, Zach Stacy. If he was like a second round pick, maybe we'd defend this action because he's still got some legs underneath him. But Kid was five months old, according to the story. He's only five months old. Well, hopefully he doesn't remember that, but the body never forgets. It is a brutal video. And TMZ's like, take Brady a look at this. Videos. And it says something about, like, uh, graphic content. And I'm like, I'm always in for that. That one was tough. Everybody is. Your dad would enjoy this one, uh, John, because it's a 10-point I know you're talking to me. Toledo's in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot your name <laughs> yeah. briefly. Well, I know, but you don't need to say your dad would enjoy this, Toledo. You don't know. Unless it's a speedy Come on. <laughs> I mean, Toledo, you would enjoy this. If this is a because rocket to the moon. 10-point bucks in Montana. Oh, and my dad would poop. This is a 10-point buck that jumped through the window oh, of a church. Oh, sure did. And there he is. Up Holy he Christ. goes up into the choir loft. What's he doing? Would she say what the oh, buck? It's a buck. Don't go up there. I thought, uh-oh, it's going to jump gonna, over he's the, gonna kill himself. the balcony. He's going to commit suicide yeah. in the church. She went through the window in the auditorium. Yeah, it's trying to figure it. Finally, it does figure out the steps. And uh, don't go after the audio equipment. Yeah. 
get more donations. But they just it's a nice, nice size. Good size buck. Somebody should hallway? shoot it. Oh. Is it not deer season inside a church? Well, I think in that case you can. Isn't that what Jesus would have wanted? Then he finds There he goes. Yay, the Lord Jesus Praise guided Jesus. him out. Lord Jesus Christ <laughs> guided him back to his home where he belongs. Hallelujah. Ah, oh, man. You guys saw the video virally on the interwebs of our church being infiltrated by the outside wildlife, which is Christ's dream. Viral. It's a viral and then, video. And then I, I swear, <laughs> me and me, that's right. Me and Florence, we saw Jesus' image come off the wall and guide this lovely piece of venison right out the building. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Ha, 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 ha. Pastor Stevens didn't have his bow handy. No, he's a great archer. When he came out, we said, get your bow. We got us some dinners. I have it. And we tried to fire a bow at it. It's in the back of my truck. But Lord Jesus guided that beautiful Bambi right out of our church. It's a beautiful thing to see nature infiltrate inside of here. It's the best thing that's happened in this church in a long time. The only thing that's happened. Plus, now we can blame him for all the stains on the carpet. <laughs> you didn't hear it, but when the deer leaped out of the window, what caused it? The audio background. I think I, I think I see Father Johnson coming in. <laughs> oh yeah. Then the deer found the window. And the, you know what the, the all the priests said? Ah, I don't want that thing in here. It's too old. It's got it's got its rack. They like they like them. Uh, you know, too mature. Yeah, they're way too mature for being in a church. Uh, we got a couple more radio videos, and yesterday was the Guinness World Records Day. Yeah. So we have a couple of uh, records that were set that people did it in celebration of that day. One is a gymnast who does uh, backflips 19 feet, 19 feet 8 inches. In uh, the air? Basically between the bars. Oh, So you distance. separate it, yeah. Oh, I thought he just popped 20 feet in the air. I'm like, no, so he's... that guy up for the sun. So he's on the uneven, par- or the parallel bars. Parallel bar. Or just parallel single. bar. That's record. That's just a high bar to high bar. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. 20 feet across a room. Wow. Next, next one is a How do you practice that? You're going to miss a couple You're of gonna times. You're going to miss a lot. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's neat. I like that one. That's a record, 19 feet? Yeah. Uh, the next one is a guy on a pogo stick. Pogo stick daredevil. He does five consecutive jumps over cars, over lorries. Wow, British cabs. Right there in front of, like, Wembley or oh, something. Yeah. Holy cow. That dude's getting some air. That's the record? Five cabs jumped by a pogo so. stick? Yeah. But Josh has a access to a pogo stick like Josh that. from Action Ride yeah. Shop. I just have a feeling. Those, I think someone that's at Action those guys have done. I think they could do it. Oh, 100%. Jump over five cars with a pogo stick, Josh. Get on that. Action Ride Shop can do, do it. Let's set a world record in your uh, parking lot, Josh. I put my money on Brian. Which one is Brian? He's uh, the bearded dude. He's, yes, he's one of the <laughs> yes. wrenches. He, his, his jumps on the bike are pretty impressive. Really? Yeah. There's a couple of dudes I rode with that day. They tried to kill me. Uh, that were like 125 pound men, but like men, like they were ripped, full beards. Oh, they had, oh I can't do that. But right. like a full beard and just like muscles. And I'm like, but they were slight. One was like, I'm vegan. I'm like, all right, I'm John. I'm like, yeah. we're just meeting. Why would Hello, you tell vegan. me that? I don't eat meat. You look like you eat too much of it. I'm like, all right, I'll just get on your bike. And then the dude was just the most amazing rider I've ever seen. 
The next one's uh, someone on a dock looking down at a little uh, precious seal. Yeah. Oh, no. Totes adorbs, and then uh, seagull lands. Check out what happens to the seagull. No, it's going to eat it, right? Nope. The otter! Oh, right, an otter came out of nowhere. Just takes it down. Drowns it. I didn't know otters were that way. either. All things in the ocean eat things. Yeah. So, yes, they're all that way. It's not all cartoons and Disney. Yeah, like I just thought, thought they were into shellfish. I no. didn't know they liked uh, if you're low, poultry. They're no. low on the shellfish. Yeah. I'm tired of cracking oysters on my belly. So, I want a bird. So boring. I've heard so much about chicken. The next one is a girl getting posted. Okay. She's jogging. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Right in the baby maker. She tries to leap over a pole <laughs> and gets caught on her... <laughs> Oh, no. I watch a lot of porn, and that has never happened. Post. Oh. Why? And it's about a, what, about a three and a half foot pole. Yeah. She tries to leapfrog it. Stop playing You know, the good news is behind her, we found, we located Waldo. uh, And she hangs up there for a second to try to. Isn't that the running of the bulls? Yeah, it might be. That tampon. That's the running of the poles. That tampon is in her chest. Oh, man. Oh, that thing got pushed way up there. Oh, my God. You thought you broke your hymen once. Forget about it, lady. That is brutal. All right, I got one. Oh. Reason to not wear your headset while you're walking. Oh, no. Guy crossing the street or on his bicycle. Ow, and he just ran over another person standing there. So the pedestrian has his headphones on. And the wow, this is a just terrible thing. Just shoulders in. That's good stuff. And then I got uh, one more. That oh, my goodness. Loaded. Hurry up. The guy throwing. Does he just throw a person at another person? Oh, oh. Watch this. It's a street fight. Boom. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> Guy tries to kick him in the head, kicks over his head, ends up. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe this. Gets into suplex position on accident and, and then gets body jumps. slammed. Boom! That's a fight win right there. That was gorgeous. So the dude tried to kick him in the head. He ducks it, yep. and then somehow or another gets him in piggyback. Ends up on his back and smashes him. That's a nice move. That I have not trained for tactical black yet. I don't know you have that you can't. Josh, I'm going to need you to throw a kick at me and end That's up on my back. Street fighting. Any means necessary. Dude gets on your back, you got ways to crush his body. Oh my God, that's impressive. Well, how about the air? He's got him on his back and he jumps up in the air and lands. He's got on some him. adrenaline going. He's got a 158 pound kicker on his back. He's like, all right, I have to smash this dude. I got to get a little air first. Did you just kick me, bro? That's a, that dude's been squatting. <laughs> Powerful quads. It's my quads. They go crazy. Get ladies pregnant with my quads. Anyway, there you go, Brady. Well done. There's coffee in it. <laughs> I'm going to have coffee and cheese. Yeah, coffee. Single most dismissive yeah, thing. I drink mochas. Brett, I need a large ice blackout at Black Rock. Yeah, is that what they have? Oh, the blackouts? Blackout. Is blackout. Mocha? Yeah. Is that full of mocha? Hazelnut. Okay. Yeah, Iced. Like he said, full of mocha, though, right? Remember when Norm McDonald came in here and he was there. all fat? Yeah, and and we asked him that, and he said, "Yeah, I went to the doctor, and he said uh, he's checking my ears, nose, and throat." And he said, uh, "All right, let me take a look up your snout." And he goes, "I realized I'd put on too much weight." And I'm like, "How'd you do it?" And he goes, oh, "I had two milkshakes a morning. I thought I was drinking coffee." Yeah. <laughs> and you tell Brady, "That's not good for you, right?" There's coffee in it. It's coated in chocolate with Johnny Depp. Uh, Brett's out there this morning at Black Rock Coffee Bar. Straight coffee, Brady tells you, fifteen, sixteen cups a day. Healthy. Easy. Do it. T.
tea. Is that what it was like? Also tea and tea. coffee. 15, and 16 coffee. cups a day and you won't have dementia. You could have uh, up to six cups. An hour. Never stop. Black Rock Coffee Bars. Look, it's 98 cents right now for the classic drip. That's basic straight coffee. That's good stuff. Three bucks. A Black Rock Coffee Bar. Fuel your story. Uh, get it all loaded up and ready to go. And if you bring 10 cans of food down there for Operation Santa Claus, you might win a Sanderson Ford or Sanderson Lincoln. We'll talk to Brett next. There goes your Brady Report, brought to you by Griddles and Hooters. It's 98. Glorious news in uh, Yahoo's first story. The headline says, we could be looking at a huge mess for Thanksgiving. A storm is about to blow over the eastern seaboard and the, and the Midwest and the Northeast. Destroy everything. Could destroy portions of Central and Eastern United States. Happy it's holidays. It's all gone. It's all gone. Happy holidays, assholes. That's just to keep you off the planes. Yeah, they looked at the reservations. Oh, Jesus, we, we don't have enough people. Anyway, enjoy your travels for the holidays. Yahoo says you're not going to do it. I like this new Free Britney, by the way. Everything that keeps happening, she's like putting she's songs on fire. On. She just keeps throwing songs at us. <laughs> like, oh, thanks, Britney. If you're interested, Britney's in a thong again. That was the only good part of her concert when I went to go see it. The first four songs, she's in a different song on stage. Looks great. And then uh, even I got like bored with it. You just get bored after a while. The gay guys didn't care. They were there for the music. I was not. I was there to hope that something fell off or something popped out. Then you realize after about lockdown? three or four songs, this is just pretty much going to be all you get. And I wanted to uh, scroll down to another video, if you know what I mean. That's enough. <laughs> Toxic, schmoxic, that's it. Give me some porn. Close enough is not enough. Toxic Live? Yeah, I wanted well, it you, well, Toxic you're... Live was great. I was all over that. That was early on. And the gays were going bananas. <laughs> Their mouths were full. What song did you leave to get your Britney merch? Oh, I did that way before. Yeah. I, I bought it before the show. I got my merch before. My Britney club, which, by the way, have been thrown out or given away. What? Yeah. What happened to that? No problem at the house. Ooh. Tried to find my Britney shirt the other day, and there was no Britney shirt. And I'm like, hey, where's my Britney stuff? Oh, I'm sure Troy and Michael didn't come over. I was uh, who I makes the call on that? I don't know. And I'm like, wait a second, where'd that go? I, there, it there should needs be, to be in a your, ruling. Maybe I, ha- I, 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 there could be. I don't know. I'm like you threw it out, didn't you? No, I don't. A Dua Lipa shirt I can't find either, and that's been a great one because I got Dua Lipa's face on the shirt, and every time I finish. It's fantastic landing zone. Now I can see what Dua Lipa looks like with that all over. Is she coming here in conference? M- uh, M- March 22nd at the really? Footprint Center. Oh, I'm going to the one in Vegas on March 25th. It's going to be it's awesome. It's right after Billie Eilish that I'm going to. Yeah, you have fun with that. Oh, by the way, uh, Brett's out this morning. He's over at the Black Rock uh, on Thomas and uh, Pima just off of the 101 there. And Brett, uh, there's conspiracy uh, bound on this Black Rock coffee thing only because uh, Lady J. Gutenberg. Well, Lady J thinks that Toledo's in charge of giving the cars away uh, with the donation. So you get pe- uh, people, people are coming by dropping some stuff off for you, which is great. You get 10 cans of food and you drop it off, Operation Santa Claus. Now uh, you support that. And you're going to be doing this every couple Thursdays, right? You're going to do this again uh, next week before Thanksgiving? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. All right, beautiful. So we'll do it again. You get 10 cans of food, you drop it off, and everyone who donates gets entered in to win a new Sanderson Ford or Sanderson Lincoln. Plus... Black Rock Coffee will hand you a classic drip for 98 cents. That's pretty good. Uh, but uh, Jay Gutentuck says uh, she'll donate, but uh, 
the conspiracy theory behind Toledo putting it all together and stuff, you know. Dick. Dick is handing it. So then I get an email from Keith Custer and goes, in what world is Toledo a mastermind of rigging a contest? Soy Boy can't even get his son to stop watching BBC or wear deodorant. Is, <laughs> is Jay all right, or did she get chin-checked one too many times in the in the joint? Oh. I, that, that, that's between Key and Jay. Jay, I have nothing to do with it. But I wouldn't, <laughs> if I were to, look, this is going out on a limb, and it might offend some people. And I can think of one person that's going to offend a lot. I would sooner have Brady uh, mastermind something than Toledo. That's probably offensive to the both of you. But, I mean, if I was looking for a mastermind in this room, I'd be like, uh, uh, uh. I mean, it would take me like three or four hours to go through all the things that could go wrong. Yeah, Brady could do it. I'll mastermind your rigging. <laughs> I'm a master rigger. I would, yeah, I, I, exactly. I wouldn't say it to Brett because he'd giggle too hard at what uh, what I almost said. <laughs> Do you want to rig something? <laughs> All right. You're a child. You're just a child. Never mind. Go away. All right. Stop. <laughs> uh, he's out there this morning uh, doing doing good work. Brett has uh, got the people shaking hands and babies and all sorts of stuff out at Black Rock Coffee on uh, Thomas and Pima. What have you got, Brett? Anything left? Well, we got a few things left. We're signing you guys up for, you know, the Ghost and Bowlby tickets and Homer's Happy Ending tickets as well as Good Guys Car Shows. But uh, the real deal, the reason we're out here is for Operation Santa Claus, Sanderson Ford and Sanderson Lincoln getting involved with us. And uh, if you come on out here, drop off 10 cans of food, you're going to be entered in to win a, a brand new F-150 or a new Lincoln. And if you don't, you know, like, like I said earlier, if you're on your way to work and you, you don't have time to swing by the store or you didn't get to clean out the pantry, you can drop 10 bucks off and also be entered into the drawing. Now, here's the deal. Toledo has zero to do with this. Julie's here taking the, taking the entries. <laughs> she, she's taking all the entries. She's keeping it away from Toledo. So Toledo will have nothing to do with this contest. And uh, well, while you're out here, also, Black Rock Coffee's offering 98-cent coffees as well to so get your morning started off right over here in Scottsdale with me. Matt, to quote Shakespeare, me thinks doth protest too much, man. That's exactly what you'd say if you were rigging a contest is that I don't have anything to do with it, man. It's not rigged. But to Jay, she thinks it may actually be rigged. I don't know. We'll see. If Toledo wins the cars, we'll know for sure. Come on. It's not going to be that obvious. Alex Toledo's going to win a brand new car. By the way, I think there's a nice little angle here we're missing is Operation Santa Claus. Uh, To all the kids listening, uh, Santa needs an operation. And if you don't drop off all the money you saved in your Piggy McFerry, there will be no Christmas. Santa is, he needs a new liver. He's been drinking himself silly. and uh, Way too much cocoa. And the good people at Sanderson are, are helping out with a GoFundMe. Operation Santa Claus. If we don't get him his new lungs and new liver, he's not going to be here come Christmas. So drop off all your stuff, kids. Everything you got. If you got cans in the house, Santa dies if you don't help. That's basically just the brass tacks of it all, children. I hate that you do that every time I drive in my car. My kid listens. I can't tell him that. Is Santa dying, Dad? No, that guy's an asshole. Santa? No, the guy on the radio. Oh, you always say he's cool. <laughs> he's not cool. He's an asshole. Santa's, Santa's fine. in the middle of a rally right now. Well, whatever your parents say, Santa is not fine. Santa is dying. And Operation Santa Claus is the only thing I'll say. Wow. That's he right. Here is, the dream. Don't ever believe your parents. Look, your parents always tell you that. Everything has to come to an end. Santa's been around for a long time. His liver is shot. Drinking all that eggnog and stuff. You guys have treated him like a... uh, He's diabetic also from all the cookies. 
and he's not even close to his deductible. Not even. So yeah. he's got really bad health care up there in the north. They, they, he's tried to socialize it, but the elves fought back. Your your sweet sweet Santa is about to die. So Operation Santa Claus, an absolute necessity. Talk your parents into helping, or your parents are bad too, kids, and you're going to want to do something called emancipate. It's a long. We'll get you a lawyer. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Just have your kids uh, talk to you about helping out. Uh, Brett, nice job, my friend. We'll uh, we'll see you in a Thank little you, bit. Sir. All right, get your picks ready too. All right, see, you there. All right, see you there goes Brett out there at the Black Rock. He's going to be there for a little while longer, and you can get uh, that uh, new lung for Santa, a new foot too, because it's gangrenous from the diabetes from all the cookies and nog and all that whole milk that we've been pouring for him. Funny you mentioned Nog. Guess who I got a text for out of the blue? Chrisky. Yeah. Wh- yeah, Chris from Whiskey Six. Uh, Christopher Shane. He makes his own Nog at home. Which is bourbon weird, isn't it? I don't know. He's going to bring me some. Nice. Yeah. yeah, he says I got a treat for you guys next week. Super heavy whiskey. Loaded nog. with whiskey, cognac, and brandy or something. By the way, and thinking of Nog makes me think of terrible breath for some reason because yeah. it's just so gross. I, I like the taste of it's fine and all that and getting drunk on it's good, but it just leaves that book in your mouth. Um, with COVID, I don't know that my uh, breath is functioning at a proper thing. You don't think about it. So yesterday, I had oh. I met Trip and uh, a couple of people at this at Trip's place yesterday, real quick for a, a thing we were doing, uh, looking at this other. We were looking at a, a big giant uh, open house thing that's got all this cool art in it and stuff. So we went down and we were looking at that, and uh, and I left and I, I text Trip. I'm like, I just realized. You know, I've been running around all day. I haven't brushed or had any gum or anything like that since morning. And I'm like, my breath may be just dreadful, and I'm incapable of knowing that. Like, I can't test because I can't smell anything. Right. So the COVID no-smell thing is brutal. And I text Trip, and I'm like, hey, look, apologize accordingly to Kelly and Jim and everybody else that was there that uh, I can't smell my own breath. And Trip goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Or I can't smell anything because he's, he's constantly trying to tell me that I gave him COVID now. That's something I didn't think about. I, I might be walking around with some of that, uh, you know, absolute breath that Toledo used to have when he drank too much coffee and breathed on us for a while. Remember that? We had to talk to oh, him yeah. intervention because he was talking to you and you're yeah. like, I can't deal with this <laughs> coffee anymore. It doesn't even smell like mocha. You can weld with your breath. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Toledo was, dr- like you, for about a year you were drinking rotten coffee and uh, you're, I think it was just to keep Dawn away. I think you were still yeah. married to Dawn. <laughs> like you're going to do anything yeah, you Yeah, it was early on. But it was like he ate a skunk like every once in a while. I was like, oh my God. And it's coffee. It'll do that to people and you don't know. But if you don't, if once you got the Activia in the system, that helped out. The, the, the bile. To clean it out. I don't know what it is. But coffee, sometimes when people drink it. Doesn't sit straight. Yeah, it does. Brutal. Devil's brew comes out. And I think I had. Teachers. I think I had double patty breath yesterday. Every kid has two or three teachers oh, with the dragon the breath come over your shoulder. I had a waiter once where I actually said, what did you have for lunch? A burger with <laughs> on it. I can't take it. You got to stop talking to me. Then there's some people that just have, it's just a chronic. It's just a rotten something or other going on. But it, John, yeah, so I, I might have been that guy yesterday, and I'm unaware. So I was super conscious of it, but that when you can't smell, it's the craziest thing. Because you, you do that little cup hand thing. Oh, there's and nothing. I have. No, I can put a mask on, and always your masks right. made your breaths, make you realize how much you're breathing in your own stink. Nothing. So I don't know when my breath smells. Hey, John, I got to ask, with the COVID, did you ever consider sitting down with a pile of coconut trying to eat it? Uh, somebody asked, actually said, try an Almond Joy. And I'm like, you know, coconut is not just flavor, but texture. It's the texture. And, that and I can it. still taste. Texture. I can still taste. So yeah, because you have to I thought you said chew you lost both. For like an hour. Oh. You have to chew the rinds. The nose, 
I, and I don't know how that worked because I've talked to a lot of people. Like that's weird. You lose one Those and not the other. Part of your taste. It's they're combined. Yeah. And I've lost one hundred percent of my schnoz, and uh, but I can eat and it tastes the same and fine. Which Welcome is really to the true. party, John. You've got what we call Metro Center breath. <laughs> so I'm closed. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm closed, and there's ghetto rats hanging around in my parking lot. What is that? I don't know. Metro, <laughs> Metro Center breath has got to be a thing, though. Because it smells like Metro Center, or people in Metro Center had a certain smell. Did Metro smell. Center have a smell? Oh, yeah. Did it really? It smelled like Metro Center. <laughs> it's, indis- it's, it's distinct. <laughs> we're at Metro Center, aren't we? You could blindfold the guy and go, where uh, are I we? know where we are. Bar we're, mats. We're, I mean, like behind oh, the bar at a restaurant. The worst. Yeah. Oh, the bar mats. But that's not Metro Center no. breath. No. Metro Center breath is uh, methamphetamine and... Uh, nearby crank that you've just blown for $10. Yeah, anyway, so I don't know if I've got... So if I've, so if I've seen you in the last few days and talking to you, I'm unaware of my own breath. And I try to keep it, you know, but I don't have any now, and I just had some M&Ms and soda, so I don't know how bad this gets. Normally, I'm going to, like, I have a toothbrush in my office. I'll go in there every once in a while and scrub up because I just think bad breath is, like, terrifying. And I don't want Brady to mouth off like he did when Toledo had his thing going on. I gotta talk to HR. I can't work. This is a hostile work environment. They filed a complaint. <laughs> you should have. There's paperwork on Toledo. There's paperwork. Just knee deep <laughs> from Brady. I can't work. I can't work with this guy. Jesus, it's like a skunk is talking to me. But it was whatever coffee you were drinking for a little while, and then Brady was just miserable because you guys sat next to each other. And then I got a whiff of it once. I'm like, you got to say something, Brady. Cause... <laughs> well, that was when we went into that that smaller studio. When oh, that's they right. Renovated. We were all yeah. closer. We were crammed in together. I ate. Oh, he's melting me. He's melting me. <laughs> I'm going to wither. This guy is a dragon. I'm melting. I'm melting. All right, that's it. And I like when Brady gets frustrated. All right, that's it. You got to do something, gotta do something about your breath. You. I can't. You were a step away from enough. <laughs> that's it That's was, when you know the But you were holding your breath the whole time. I can't, I can't talk to the because I got to plug my nose all the time. Anyway, so I apologize. But yeah, the COVID nose thing, this is the most fascinating part of the COVID, is the smell situation. And I guess I'm a rarity because you're supposed to lose them both. And I only lost my taste for like an hour and a half. This smell thing, is it's kind of, it's unique and it's neat because it's constantly breathing fresh air. I never smell anything off. But also, I could walk right into danger and not know it. It's nuts, but bad breath. You can have bad breath, and I wouldn't know. I would have to taste you to know. This is the perfect time for me to be a male prostitute because I can go down on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow, you got him on that one. <laughs> His face was literally. You tasted. You tasted my <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Come on! Enough. That was enough. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. I could have no problem, like, just going. Good good for you. Yeah, nose yeah, to butts great. with anybody on the, like, a, like Charlie Cradle could come in here, and I could, I could just bury my nose right into his creases. Oh. Sorry, Charlie. I'm like, why can't the helmet win? Nothing blowing me. All right, Charlie. <laughs> Nothing. Why can't the blowing you, kiddo? Knock one out here real quick. Why don't you take your nose and rub it on my taint? Oh, you want to sniff your taint? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Nothing. When's the last time you had a bath? September of 2012. I learned when my teens from my, my 
dad, I guess, is what he was trying to say. Yeah, that's spelled that, D-A-D. You're unfamiliar with it. I'm, I am. <laughs> licking licking the back of your hand and then smelling it tells yeah. you if you have bad breath I, I, or metro I've breath. heard that, and I'm not sure that's I accurate. Don't know. Do it right now. You two can smell. Lick your hand and smell it, and you'll never leave the house again. I'm okay. Are you? A little coffee, but not, not, like, not like bad. Most yeah, of the time, it's it. terrible. I worry about that stuff, like having bad breath. Cause I, you know, oh, of course. Because I know what, uh, the waiter that did that, and I had to actually tell him, like, you need a mint. Well, when they, uh, the mask mandates, oh. when that went down. The breath thing. Oh, yeah. I had to, you know, I just didn't like the fact of rotating the mask. So, But do you know? Like, like someone that would wear them. Like, you wore them for a while, but there's people that would wear the same mask out. for, like, three weeks. Yeah. I couldn't take it. Like, all the time it stunk. Like a fresh breath, just freshly brushed, all that yeah, and everything. Else. Do blistering, and you put that mask. I'm like, that doesn't smell right. Masks were the problem. I think the masks stunk. I'm not sure yeah. the combination. They Maybe like, that was their marketing deal. Yeah. It was Toledo 2011 breath, and nobody needs that. Oh my God! Get down in here. I just took a hint. How about a blumpkin? I'll give Charlie a blumpkin. You give ten thousand dollars. I give Charlie a blumpkin. Oh. Well, I got a, I got a couple days left of this. I might as well use it. <laughs> I. I'll put in it's a dental funny. dam, and I'll My do it. My thought was uh, similar, but not the same. Like, you were going to blow Charlie? That you, the smell was so bad, like eating challenges. Like, oh, yeah. eat this. And, like, all right. Lettuce and kale Like for you, you said, other than the texture on certain things. Yeah, yeah coconut is wrong every direction. I can't. That is the worst. I can't even believe it's food. I can't, like, fathom that people want it. it is, it's, it's, it's abhorrent. It's the worst thing you can. Oh, blah, thinking about it. I'd rather well, I would uh, lick a shoe bottom. I like the taste of the, oh. my, but it's uh, probably artificial coconut. In what? One of your mochas? Yeah, cocoa. You uh, like a cocoa? The cocoa. You have a cocoa mocha? Yeah. <laughs> There's coffee in it. <laughs> you're the guy a that tells A lot of coffee himself. in it, Joe. You're, you're the one that goes, uh, three double quarter pounders, two large fries, and a Diet Coke. What's the Diet Coke about? Well, I'm watching my I like the taste. I don't want the, I don't want all that sugar. Kokomo. That's a Dutch brother. You're a man. Stop it. I'll have one large Kokomo, please. Oh, and uh, here's my dick. <laughs> I'll pay with my dick and a bottle of I dust. don't get the Kokomo too often. <laughs> no, because it's a shame. You're shamed by it. <laughs> the Kokomo. I'll have the pink lady and a uh, finger in my bottom, please. Get me a moon, young lady. Try my friend Charlie. I'll have the BJ. Anyway. Uh, so if I stink, I apologize. I don't know. I'm unaware. But, uh, nothing. Like, I'm worried about sweat stink. I'm worried about all of it. And I don't normally smell. I know that. Well, then. I'm very conscious. There you have it. But. I'll let you know if you've right. got drag I need breath. friends in this department to tell me when it all smells good and bad. Uh, FanDuel picks are coming up in just moments. And uh, I don't know if you should listen to us about this. I haven't won a bet in a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. Last night's bet was so goddamn close. Five out of the six in the same team parlay. Mark and I were up for twenty five hundred bucks on this thing for a hundred dollar bet, and Chris Paul didn't hit two three pointers. That's all we needed. Oh for six from three, Chris. Thanks a lot, buddy. Love I know that. they can't do it, ah. but they should um, erase your history at a certain point, oh. like it expires. It's keeping me from betting more because I go to the active you scroll bets. Scroll down oh, there. Oh, it's all zeros. zeros. Yeah. and then you see the little green one. Oh, I want sixteen bucks on. Uh, but I Antonio know they have Brown. to have it on there just so you oh. know. Well, for taxes, but yeah. not for me. Mine's all write-offs. It's, it's okay if you uh, make that disappear. Five out of six. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine with you not letting me know. I, Bray likes the rose-colored gambling, which he doesn't 
ever faces losses. It's too many. But last night we were. I, I mean, I could see more green dots on there. Brunson getting fifteen and hitting two threes. We're gold. We're golden. Chris Paul zero for six from the three point line. Twenty five hundred bucks. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll try again. Our FanDuel pick's coming up in just moments. It's 98 KUPD. Uh, it's ACDC right there. It's 916 already in the morning. Six. I have a uh, this story that just came. is like a, a twofold. Madonna's uh, old house is being sold by a German shepherd, which is pretty hilarious. Like, there's a German shepherd that has the deed to the old house and is selling it. It inherited this $500,000 fortune. Uh, German shepherd... Uh, Named Carlotta Liebenstein <laughs> created a trust. Uh, Gunther III is the beneficiary. When Carlotta died in 92, Gunther struck gold. Gunther II passed it on to another dog, and now it's this house that uh, is worth a bunch of money, and it's for sale. Uh, millions of dollars uh, for the $500,000 thing, and it's pretty great. The reason I bring this up is because German Shepherds are now close to me with what's gone on in the last week uh, here in the building. Um, well, we had a couple yesterday from the Arizona Animal, a- Animal Welfare League that dropped off puppies here and got us to play with this puppy party because we raised a bunch of money for them uh, through Candace downstairs, uh, who does this kind of charity work for dogs every... Candace is a hero in this building uh, to a dog now named Gretchen. Now, Gretchen was my pick of the litter last the week prior to COVID. So two weeks ago today, I went down to Lost Our Home Pet Rescue and did a video with Gretchen, a seven-year-old German Shepherd, who was incredible. And I fell in love with Gretchen the second I saw her. It's one of those moments with a dog, you're like, uh-oh, we just picked each other. Yeah. And it was that thing. I can't take Gretchen in right now. My heart and home are not prepared for another dog at this point. Plus, I've got that triggery three-legged uh, pit bull that uh, you know may or may not like Gretchen. And- with extreme gas. <laughs> well, yeah, but I can't smell it, so it doesn't matter. I can go face to nose on that one. Um, but Candace adopted... Gretchen and took her home and her dog Finn and Gretchen are both kind of similar uh, sizes and everything else and they're getting along great which is amazing. Candace was doing her due diligence to get Gretchen uh, new tags and shots and things like that make sure everything's up and get the tags all in and through the old tags saw the old owner's name clicked on it and the first thing that comes up is this person's obituary Uh, and a lot of times we say that like we knew Gretchen's owner had passed and left her kind of uh, orphaned and that's something. And so knowing that, the family gave to Lost Her Home Pet Rescue, which was something this guy used to love doing. Uh, and he, through his obituary, through his entire life, and the guy was 83 years old. I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if the family wants that. 83 years old, always had a German shepherd by his side. Always. That was what he was known for. Gretchen is like his 20th German shepherd. He's always had a faithful, loyal German shepherd by his side. His love of German shepherds was insane. That was his breed. It's incredible. And now I'm thinking to myself, what a rotten trade-off that was for Gretchen. She got Candace instead of that million-dollar home over there that Madonna was handling. <laughs> but still, I will say this. If any of the family's listening, and you know Gretchen the German Shepherd, and maybe your grandfather, father, or great-grandfather, whatever he was, passed on, Gretchen is in incredible hands now and has a happy, amazing home, which just makes this whole Lost Our Home Pet Rescue video thing I do every Thursday worth it. These moments where you get the feedback, and this one just happens to be in the building, and Gretchen may be coming in today or tomorrow, and this dog I fell in love with got adopted by one of the girls here at the station, and it is amazing. So those things are incredible, and those moments where you stop thinking about, like, 83-year-old guy with a dog, and he passes away, and the dog's got nowhere to go, 
And if you've got if you've got a dog or a heart in your body at all, or any sort of empathy toward, towards anything you've ever cared for, that's a tough situation. So, seeing this and seeing the videos Candace has sent me and all the stuff that goes on with, with Gretchen at the house, heartwarming beyond belief. Then I read the story about the Madonna dog that inherited a house, and it's like, oh, if only Gretchen's. Uh, you know, dearly that's departed like, dad. That's like the only, uh, the second one I've really heard on the famous, because I think Leona Helmsley. Well, Leona Helmsley left. Uh, tons a of people leave of uh, a trust for their aunt. I have a, yeah. I have a thing for mine that, you know, you have to have a plan for that and you leave money and everything. Else. Oh, that's, that's a big thing. Like I would leave them an estate if I could do it and then have whoever takes them when they, you know, pass that estate passes on to those people for taking on my dog. Uh, that would be pretty awesome. Like if I lived by myself and had these dogs. They would inherit sure. my stuff. I'd put it in their name. And then also say that, let's say, I wouldn't do this because it would be awful to the dogs. So boring. But I would, like, will them to Toledo, we'll say. And then Toledo would then be the beneficiary of all the money that comes with that after the dogs are gone, just to make sure he takes care of them. That would be pretty incredible. But, yeah, Candace has done a great thing. But if you have German Shepherd love, I mean, that just changed everything. That, you know, Now you live with Candace, and it's lovely and wonderful. But who knew that Madonna... Had such a soft spot for handing out the houses to dogs or whoever the owner was that bought Madonna's house. <laughs> but if you're one of those types of people, those stories are uh, all over Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. Can't get enough of how awesome that is. And I wanted to pass that on because I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that uh, somebody who listens knows the dog and the family. Right. Because I know it would mean the world to me that my dogs are taken care of if I die. As well as, as, well as what Candace is about to do. Which is just amazing. So great, heartwarming, warm, fuzzy. And it's also someone who's constantly had a German Shepherd. Yeah, she's a German Shepherd type yeah. person. It's a great story. It just turned out to be a great story. So lost our home pet rescue. We got a lot of success stories. We got a lot of emails from people who got dogs from there. This one uh, hit me good because it's right here, and I get to see Gretchen again in a little bit. Emily's gotten a dog from there. I think. Uh, Dom, we've got a bunch of people here who have picked up some of those lost our home dogs, and a lot of you guys will tell me. And we meet usually at the at the beer parties, and I see your dogs, and you bring them back. Remember, remember Kiki? This was the one you did back in April. I'm like, ah, you know, all these little dogs come back into my life because of this little project we're doing with Lost Our Home. And I'll tell you what, it's great. And so, to that family, if they're out there, uh, your dad's dog is being incredibly well cared for, and that's that's a great thing. So the legacy lives on. Because it was that's if my obituary read, it would be like the dude loved dogs, and, gotcha. it's, and, and in the obituary it said instead of flowers, donate to Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. Don't send flowers. He didn't care about flowers. He liked German Shepherds. He liked he loved dogs. flowers. Baiting Don't send cards. Dogs. He, he loved. He probably did love Baton. He was a man who lived to eighty three. We're men. We love Baton. Not necessary to include that in an obituary. Loved it's working it's, in the yeah. nude. Brady on second thought he shouldn't have really? done, should not have done the eulogy. Yeah. On second thought, of Looking course. Back, it goes without saying that a man uh, loved Baton. And thank you, Brady, for taking this heartwarming story I was telling and throwing in disgusting masturbation. Because that's what we expect from you. Right on brand, Griddle Boy. <laughs> Welcome back, Brett. You couldn't, you. Have, you couldn't have walked in too soon. <laughs> old Coco Moco over here can't get enough of telling jerk-off stories about a dead old man and his dog while I'm trying to make the world cry. The hell's wrong with you over there? Yeah, he's Just got a problem. Of things he loved. <laughs> Guy loved jerking his tools. (laughs) Two things that old guy liked: chugging his pud and petting his pups. All right. What kind of spread we got at this? Now that's an obituary. That is an obituary. I would double take on. This charity is hashtag pud pup. One thing I always loved about Grandpa (laughs) 
was how much he just loved tugging his pud. <laughs> I mean, that guy went thumbing his ass, pud tugging so many times. two, three times a day. His prostate was the size of a bowling ball. Didn't mean it for him. The dog loved it tugging his pud? It was your obituary. Oh, all right. Well, it came off the wrong way. I did love tugging my pud, but yeah. we were talking about another man's obituary. All I said my obituary would say is that well, I love dogs. Of and pups. No, 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 Brady. Nobody includes that in obituaries. Sissy. I, I got nothing. I'm a sissy now. <laughs> That's not metal. So I'll go back to it. So again, the heartwarming message I was sending to the family. I'm so glad your grandfather loved jerking his big crank around. In front of Gretchen. And now, and now she'll never see that again because she lives with a woman. So now she just gets to see Candace <laughs> in the throes of starfishing. <laughs> Another happy ending. That's right. <laughs> what it's called. Thank you, Brady. I'll be at Lost Our Home Pet Rescue hoping for another dog whose pud-tugging owner has passed away. And I'll try that's to great find them, work, I'll John. try to find them a new home that smells of salmon and happiness. Oh, something's wrong with you. I want Brady to write all the obits. Brett Love tugging his pud. You know, you could not include that in every male who dies. We know that that's a fact. I didn't know the guy standard said. form. It's an assumption. It's kind of my template. What are you drinking there? Coco Moco. It's a chocolate, it's a chocolate coffee. Oh, it's a milkshake. It's coffee. I already got a mother. Sure, it's cold. Dickhead. Anyway, well, that was touching, Brady. Thank you for chiming in on that. I really enjoyed being part of Thank you for all your work. Good guest. Thanks for being here. Uh, (laughs) Don't you have to go. Uh, It's 926. (laughs) FanDuel picks are coming up next. I'm sorry that that was probably the most heartfelt we'll get. It's 98KUP. Shut your mouth. There's coffee in it. Somebody said the funniest thing I said all day is that Brady could deliver my eulogy. And we all realize that. (laughs) It's possible, but only if I get hit by a truck today. Like, then FanDuel would set the odds on that. Like, you would win a ton of money if natural causes Bray still delivered my eulogy. You know, John, I always love ordering my Kokomo at the Dutch Bros. And then through my speakers, as the kid is taking my order, John says, thumb in my butt. Hey, how are you today? <laughs> how are you this morning? <laughs> Tugging my pud with my thumb in my butt. I'll have a Coco Moco. Large, please. Put a little coffee in that. You mind? It's a healthy, healthy shot of coffee. Ice. A little Papa Joe in that. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> uh, I, I just couldn't do it if I tried. Coco Moco. Try to drink six of those a day. Co- coffees. Oh, oh yeah, you know you don't want to drink Coco like Moco. one's bad, Brady. It's a challenge. Yeah, that no, I'm... it's all right. Go ahead. I think you can do it. And pour a little on the griddle and make some waffles out of that Coco Moco. Put it in the batter? Great idea. Oh, coffee pancakes. Put it in the batter. It is batter. It's chocolate and coconut and a drip of coffee. You call it a coffee drink. <laughs> uh, it's time now for our football picks. And, uh, hang on, I got something else. Uh-oh. I got it. Uh, football picks are uh, upon us. The FanDuel pick of the week uh, is what we got going on. You can go on FanDuel right now and get all sorts of great stuff. FanDuel helping us out uh, and changing my life because last night at that basketball game, it added so much more interest. In the middle of the game, I'm loving the Suns through. I'm cheering for Mavericks to hit certain shots. Porzingis gets a rebound. I'm like, yes! Nobody had any idea what I was doing. I got the check marks on all but one. Six-part six parlay. Chris Paul misses all six of his, his three-pointers. God damn you needed it. to make? Two! Oh. $2,500. You know what I think? You're behind this. Yep. You're rigging all of the FanDuel stuff. Hold you, man. Down me up. Dick. 
does it wrong. You know what I know, man? Everybody who talks to Dick wins their bets, man. Yep. He's like a god. Here's proof that Toledo can't control anything computer-operated. Today's uh, papers for all the football picks that are on, uh, he went to print, and it's oh, the size is too big, there's too much going on, and there's like half the games are missing, and Toledo's looking at this thing, what the hell's going on? And then realized that he double, like the, the double-sided print. print. Yeah, oh, God, I got that. I'm like, you can't even work the football picks from your computer to the printer, let alone rig an entire contest. Use Brady's famous line, by design. By design. I, yeah. did, I did that to see what you'd say. <laughs> no, you didn't. You did it because you goofed. Uh, let's get right to it. Let's go with our uh, Cardinal game. They are taking on the Seattle Seahawks in an NFC West battle. Brad, I start with you. Cardinal Seattle. Uh, I'm taking I'm taking the Seahawks in this one. What? I'm going Seahawks. All right. Toledo? Same. I'm going to stick with my Seahawks. Not going to not gonna bet on the Cardinals They didn't score a point last week. Saving up for They're this talking week, about John. trading Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh, oh they, were, week, they were banking points. Yep. That's right. Yep. So it's like the biggest uh, loser. We, we can wait. We can wait until next week. Bank. Uh, Brady. I'm going with the sea chickens on this one, too. That's ridiculous. Cardinals are going to win this one walking away, 36-21. Even if Colt McCoy or other Strevler come players. On. Come on. The Seahawks are terrible for some reason. They've just lost all their mojo. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll go with the, the lock of the week. Uh, Toledo. I'm going to take the Titans over the over the uh, Texans. That one just seems too easy. All right, Brady. The lock, my lock this week is the Tampa Bay over New York Giants Monday night. They lost Monday to the Arwards last week. Yeah, they're not going to lose two. In a row. No, the three no. in a row. They'd have to lose three yeah. in a row to lose this one. Brett, what do you got? Uh, I'm I'm with Toledo on this one. I'm taking Tennessee over Houston. I love they lost to the Arwards. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I am taking the San Diego Los Angeles uh, Chargers 55-0 over the Steelers. Wow. Uh, the Steelers are playing with uh, the worst quarterback in the history of football named Mason Rudolph. He has grown zero. I thought Ben was back. I, I don't think so. He's, no? he's, still, wow. he's been doing Zoom meetings. If he comes back, they're still going to get killed because T.J. Watt's probably out. Minka Fitzpatrick is out. They've lost their whole defensive line. Uh, two offensive linemen are done. COVID's got them. Injuries have them. They're done. They're done. 55-0. Uh, Chargers win. Uh, who hasn't gotten the lock? Oh, that's it. Uh, upset of the week. Brady. Upset. Raiders over the Bungles. That was a one and a half point. Well, that's a stretch. He the wow. one point, that's one a stretch. He did it last week and he lost. <laughs> Major <laughs> upset. Upset. <laughs> I could see it in his eyes. By Still the way, as a review, you and Brady went 0 for last week. Quiet down. Hey, look. Champ, Just saying, you've had your days. I had nine okay, points. Okay, Jimmy. I missed one. Are you still in like third place? No, not anymore. Oh, okay. I was in fourth place. Now what's your upset, up. Jackass? George Jefferson take, over here. Yeah. I'm going to take the Cowboys <laughs> over the Chiefs. Up. I think the Chiefs' love is a little bit premature still. All right. Uh, Bert? Uh, you know, you guys are giving me crap about my, my pick one. earlier. I'm, I'm taking uh, on my upset. I'm going to take the Seahawks over the Cardinals. Oh, you're going with the same one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I, I'm doubling I, down. I'm going to go with a weird one here just to take a chance. Texans will beat the uh, Titans. Wow. It's going to be a weird wow. game. Just to get, just one of those upset games. They, the Titans have been playing so high, and in this season, it's been so weird where great there teams have just some, yeah, tumble no for no reason at yeah. all, and they have yet to have that game outside of week one against the Cardinals, and that was playing a good team. So that's my, my odd one. It's a stretch, but I'll go with it. Uh, and finally, your team. Uh, the Bears are terrible. And they are yeah. taking on an even worse team this week. Uh, where is that game? What are they? They're they're at Chicago. Oh, it, it, the Ravens are gonna yeah, go ahead. I'm <laughs> taking the Ravens. I can't I can't bet with Matt Nagy Although, anymore. Although Lamar Jackson may be sick, but you know Again? he may yeah. be. He's missed a couple practices. I've yeah. I've been looking at it, but 
Khalil Mack may be out still. I mean, it, there's there's tons of them that are you know uh, Brandon Williams. I mean, it, it, they're just the, the game is trust. a mess. Big like, trust in the house. That game's Big a mess. Trust. Eddie Whatever Jackson didn't practice, yeah. so I'm no, I'm yeah, taking Ravens, Ravens on this. Yeah. All right, uh, Brady, your Bungles are playing the Raiders. You've already Raiders, picked the Raiders to win that one. Yeah, uh, Toledo Seahawks and Cardinals. Pick the Seahawks. Pick the Seahawks the already. Minus the uh, Chargers and Steelers. I've already picked the Chargers to destroy my Steelers, fifty-five-zero. How about Whoa. that? All right, so there you go. All right, time now for your FanDuel actual gambling pick of the week. And what are the standings, Toledo? All right, the standings are: I'm in first place. None of us won our bet last week, so I've got We're eighty-six terrible. bucks in the bank. Brady has fifty. John, you got twenty-five, and Brett. In the bringing hole. up the rear, 25 bucks in the hole. And somebody on text said, um, so if Brett finishes in the hole, does he have to make up the difference to zero and then pay uh, pay whoever No, wins? I've already paid. Yeah. I've already paid out of my own money, and I just yeah. have to, you know. That's, what, that's what they're asking. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if you're if you're in the hole 25 and the winner is $100, you don't have to pay 100 No, I just pay the 100 bucks. yeah. Right. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, what is your pick this week, Toledo? Imagine that here, Dick is in Dick, first place that. in that. Some must have something to do a fan yeah, duel. Yeah, you got a contest and Toledo's winning. Surprise, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> Dick. I'm going to take Oregon State on the money line over ASU on uh, fr- uh, tomorrow night. It's plus 132. I'm going to take my small wins and uh, bring it home. All right. Uh, Brady? I'm going big one more time. All right, All right. hit it, kid. Uh I've got uh, the Bengals and Raiders a draw at half, and Raiders winning the second half plus twenty four hundred. Okay, Payout that's pretty solid. Not nice. So they have nice to be job. tied at halftime. Yep, no matter the score. Okay, Brett, what do you have? I'm taking uh, the Ravens to win and under forty five and a half points. <sighs> How much is that? Pay? It's only like a buck or one seventy. Hey, perfect. But at least it'll get start you back in a little bit. Baby yeah. steps. Yes. That'll get you out of the hole by two dollars. Yeah. I'm not in Panicville yet. You know, we're getting close. It's slowly eroding, but one of these. You're not in panic mode yet. Okay. No, where I have to put more money into the account. Oh, You're gotcha. getting close. Yeah. My pick just disappeared. I actually Uh-oh. paid for it, and it just said no. <laughs> Whoa! I had Brandon Ayuk scoring two touchdowns against the Jags, and it says no. And it thank just you. said we're not doing that one anymore. So now I have to pick a new one. All right, I'll do one quick then. Watch this. Score two touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to go here. I'm going to pick the first one that was the same bet. Uh, stri- All right. I'm going to go crazy tonight. Oh, this will be an interesting one. Nikhil Harry. I'll go with. I'll go another ASU guy. Ten dollars uh, $10 gets me one thousand if Nikhil Harry scores two touchdowns tonight. Two. Wow. That's big. That's a thousand dollar bet. You guys better root against that because that goes to my charity for a thousand bucks. You guys have to all pay plus that. One, it's plus 100 or one? Plus 10,000. Plus 10,000. Wow. For my $10 bet to go 1,000 bucks. That's the math on that. How about them apples? You can make your bets at FanDuel. They're giving away all sorts of money. And plus, there's a great fight this weekend. Uh, uh, Terrence Crawford's back in the ring, and that thing is going to be outstanding. Sean Porter and Terrence, uh, that's a good fight. People aren't paying attention to boxing. That's one you should pay attention to. That you can also score two tickets to FanDuel Fan Fest, Easy Fan Fest. Oh yeah, as well. It's on December 11th. That's right. uh, Logging onto the app. All sorts of reasons to get on the app. FanDuel.com. Hop on that thing right now. Get our picks online. Facebook will have them up there. We pick the greatest picker, and you can win uh, tickets to our happy endings, or uh, maybe even ghost tickets. We'll throw those out to you. Easy enough. Pick the pickers. I say it's 9:49. There it is. Your FanDuel pick of the week. 
Uh, anyway, uh, it's t- uh, there you go. Thanks, Pearl Jam. I'm getting emails from people saying, John, you're not giving your opinion on uh, uh, Julius Jones in Oklahoma. And I'm like, Julius Jones, the running back for the Cowboys? And, and or the I, wide I, receiver? No, no, that's Julio Jones, oh, which that's also right, yeah. was okay. my second thought. I'm like, is somebody spelling this wrong? Yeah. Uh, but it is. And I do know this, but I just haven't paid a lot of attention to it. Is they're about to uh, execute an innocent guy in Oklahoma. And I'm like, they've been doing that for years. Uh, there's protests and stuff. And evidently, there's been a clemency board and all that stuff that says uh, the three to one, let him go. And the governor's going to call today. So the countdown's on until four. But uh, I haven't given my opinion on it. I do know a little about it. And I, here's here's where sports in my life and passion uh, overtake humanity and empathy, which, Marcus, I'll have you look those words up later. It's an amazing thing you should look into, but those two things escape him. Yesterday, when talking about the Julius Jones situation, I was uh, watching the news, and they're going through both sides. The dude's been in jail and said that his he's actually ratted a dude out and said that my roommate is the one who framed me for this and he went to jail for 15 years and and he's out and he's like this is the dude that did it and like everybody's kind of like maybe so so he's out of appeals and all this other stuff so he's going to go to the electric chair at four and people are like no he's in it's like this is kind of proof that he's he's innocent like something's going on here uh, on the on the same in the same token not the greatest individual in the world not a stand-up citizen but then Baker Mayfield, quarterback of the Browns, came up and started tearfully talking about how it would hurt him if this happened. So I kind of am rooting for this guy to get executed. jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's where sports and Cleveland Browns coming to the defense of anyone. I'm like, oh, that hurts Baker Mayfield? Cook him. Cook that dude like a two. Cook him before the f- Disconnect the governor's phone and cook him. Give me the hood. I'll flip yeah. the switch. No <laughs> problem. Switch. I know that that is not a nice thing to say. But when I see Baker Mayfield cry, uh, like an angel gets its wings or something, I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. I feel like I, I add a year to each dog I own uh, if Baker Mayfield's crying and saying, well, you know, if Baker Mayfield or any... You enjoy cl- his commercials. Oh, no, no, no. I hate him. I hate him. I wish the house that Baker built would fall on him. And what's going to be great is when the Browns don't pay him and he has to go somewhere else and he's no longer a superstar, which is coming. We're only three months away from that. So, uh, yeah, every time a Cleveland Brown says, you know what would hurt me? I immediately start thinking about how to buy the thing he's about to say. You know what would hurt me a lot? Uh, what? If they cook this dude in Oklahoma, I'm like, rally the troops, let's call the cavalry, let's get down there and cook this guy. So I know that's not human uh, kindness, but when a Cleveland Brown speaks, whatever he says, I want to be the opposite. And if Cleveland <laughs> Brown is going to actually go on TV and say the words, this hurts my feelings, I am now for whatever that is. As long as it's not hurting animals. <laughs> like, I, it, yeah, I mean, anything he says, I'm it, like, if, if he came, if Baker Mayfield came out and said, look, being an atheist is amazing, and I really, I would consider a religion. I would, like, maybe switch out. <laughs> I'd go with the, the you know, uh, call Father take, Dale take, up, take a shot. Him, uh, flip a coin. Ah, maybe. Oh, yeah, I blow Father Dale. I can't smell anything right now, so I might as well take a <laughs> you shot. You put your. Swim trunks back on. Yeah, I'd trunk up and head to the hot tub with old Dale Dale Fushak. Child molester. Anywho. Well, allegedly. But so the Julius Jones thing to the people that are asking. Yeah, I, look, I've followed a little bit. Uh, uh, my, my theory in life is if you're on death row, you were probably in a bad situation to begin with. I know you may not have done what you're being accused of, but you were in a... You were, if you're adjacent to someone who's on death row... And you're part of the story. 
you probably need some jail time for something, I think. Like, if Brett goes to death row tomorrow for a thing, and they're like, John, you were in on it? I'm like, eh, I was way too close to a dude who murders. I should probably sit out a few plays. And then if Baker Mayfield says we shouldn't execute this guy, I mean, I am, I'm ready to just roll on one. You didn't wet the sponge, Percy. Yeah, well, the Browns guy said he would, it would hurt him more. So anything that he was makes, a killer on the football field. Yeah, yeah, anything that makes Baker Mayfield. It's not the same guy, Brady. It is not the running back for the Cowboys. Oh. No, this guy's been in jail for 20 years. You want to do his eulogy real quick? Maybe. <laughs> Loves whacking his pot and murder. <laughs> Anywho. So that's my take on it. I know you guys wanted a more serious thing. You know, Anybody who was asking him, I don't know why you're asking me. You see Baker Mayfield talking about this? Anytime a Cleveland Brown speaks, fry the person they're talking about. I'm fine with it. It would just crush me deep down in my soul if this execution takes place. Hmm. Who else? Who else does that apply to? Because we could get four or five of these out of the way and really break this guy down. So that's my take on the Julius Jones thing. I don't know enough about the story. I just have a feeling that if you're on death row, you're probably a bad person. Maybe innocent of the crime you've committed. You were way too close to it to be convicted of something for. The ex- to be executed, I think. I can live my life pretty secure in knowing but that still, I'm not going to be confused John, for a friend who it. Oh, I understand that. But if I, again, uh, you know, I'm Brady, I'm never going to be in a situation where I'm confused for a guy who I knew to be put to death in jail. Like that, and I'll never be in that and, spot. And some of these situations have been... That, never. Exact that is never the case. That is sure has. Nope. Never once has it been the case. These the guys, guys are getting like, overturned. Huh? There's tons of overturning that they didn't do the crime. Oh, we we arrested. But the you're wrong not guy. hearing. You're not hearing. Okay. Yeah. I will never ever promise you this. FanDuel bet wouldn't even take the bet. I will never be in a situation where the police are like, "You were there. Yeah. You knew the guy. Yeah. He killed everybody. Yeah. Did you do it? No. You're going to jail because we got enough evidence that you're close. You're too I understand close to that. Never happened. Yeah. So you have to be kind of adjacent to a murder or a murderer enough to make people go, he did it. I'll never be in that situation. I will never be just arrested and like confused for someone. Because I know for a fact, if you like, you're murdering people, I'm probably going to turn you in. I know Brett hates hearing that, but I'm going to turn you in. Unbelievable. I'm going to rat your ass out. Because <laughs> the reason why? Rats get bats. Because you know why? Rats also go to jail. Uh, non-rats go to jail knowing. for knowing that Brady killed like nine people. I'm like, I knew about that. And now they're now they're saying, I did it? I'm telling. So, when it comes to murder. Do I'm your telling. time. Nope. <laughs> you don't do your That's life. Do and I'm going to sit in the electric chair. <laughs> Shut your Brady, mouth. No. Do your time. <laughs> You're a f***ing <laughs> moron. <laughs> Part of your time is that little silver hat. <laughs> that is not doing my time. If I, if I get confused and get sent to death row and I didn't do anything. It doesn't happen that way. You're too close to it to even be confused or mixed up in it. So my guess is, Julius, probably not the greatest citizen. Did he murder these people? Does he deserve death row? He might be innocent of the crime he's been accused of. Sure. Does Baker Mayfield want him to live? Yeah. That changes my mind. If Baker Mayfield said, try him, I'd be like, this guy's innocent. But there's no situation where a guy's just walking down the street and is like, I've done absolutely nothing. I don't know who you're talking about. I was nowhere near the scene of the crime. I had nothing to do with this. And they just throw him in jail and put him on death row. Doesn't happen. You have to be real close to it to get a death conviction. Well, under 
you know, you, you hear about some of these stories that it has happened that way. You hear about stories where people have been executed the for something they didn't do. But the reason they're in jail and about to be executed is because they were real close to the thing they're being accused of. Whether they did it or not is not, you know, is the innocence thing. You're way too close to murders. And your story sucks for you to go to death row. Now, years ago, it was a lot of racism and things like that. Yeah. There's truth to that. But I'm talking about now? No. I don't buy it. That's what I was talking about. I don't buy it. The racism back in the I day. I simply don't buy it. You're way, like, Brett knows about murder. He's Italian. You're way too close to the situation if you're being accused and convicted and put to death. You were almost there. You probably had something to do with it. Now, did you pull the trigger? That's up for debate. And if Baker Mayfield says he likes you, Johnny's cooking you. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's your entertainment show. <laughs> that that sounds like a, <laughs> huh? that sounds like a good legal system. There, it is a good. I don't legal like system. this guy's opinion. I didn't that say that. Look, that I'm not in charge of it. I'm just saying my I thoughts know. are. If Baker Mayfield's on it. I'm going the other way. That's it. If a Cleveland Brown says they shouldn't fry him, I say they should. <laughs> it's a 50-50 with or without Baker Mayfield. I think you've done some stuff in your life. It's, you know, your friends, you know, you're only as good as the friends you have around you. And if they're murdering people and you're accused of eh, you probably were doing some bad stuff, too. Allegedly. Right. Italians always have. <laughs> Uh, the Entertainment Drill is brought to you by uh, ReactDefense.com. Defend yourself from people like Baker Mayfield's friends. Murderers. <laughs> Anybody who likes Baker Mayfield is probably a murderer. Uh, and you can uh, check it out, tacticalblack.com. They got the gift cards. I got a guy who said, my, my uh, kid was a uh, all-state NCAA super wrestler, all this stuff in high school and college. And uh, he's like, he doesn't have any street skills. Can they help him? I'm like, can they help him? He's got a little bit of a leg up with his wrestling skills, but they're going to teach him how to turn wrestling stuff into street fighting. Totally different animal. Street fights, they don't have rules. You don't have that. You know, uh, the referee that's going to come in, can't do that. And street fighters know that. The the street doesn't care. So if you've got a little extra skill going in, you're athletic, it's just going to help you advance a little quicker. Uh, But everybody, uh, you don't even need any skills. They'll teach you from beginning. So the little wrestling thing you got, that's going to help you with a couple of understanding moves. But then when you start getting into how to use it for, you know, ending a fight, oof, it's a different beast. And it is a blast to learn. So, yeah, gift cards are available for the holidays. The certificates are right there. Uh, buy one right now. Get a month for free. Reactdefense.com. You got anything good, Brady, before we go? What no. You don't have anything in there at all? You're in a hurry now. Ivan yeah. Moody from Five Finger Death Punch has a uh, book out. Uh, dirty Poetry. Oh. Right. <laughs> well, you don't have any good. It's got all right, so on that note. <laughs> I, never mind. I thought you said, yeah. Is it Ivan Moody's d- Dirty Poetry? Yeah. And uh, he's got an artist. outline on the porn room floor. I don't know, Jim Morrison did the poetry thing, yeah. and it was terrible, so yeah, I don't know. I hate Jim Morrison. If Jim Morrison said, don't execute someone, I'd want that guy get executed as well. What about the guys from 311? Oh, man. I want to execute Jill, them for even... <laughs> you gotta go to the execution. <laughs> the friend likes executing all the people. Anything they say, I do the opposite. <laughs> if they said coconut's bad, I'd eat bunches of it. <laughs> Put a lime in there. Anyway, let's be done, shall we? Uh, Thursday's in the books. Thanks to Black Rock Coffee for uh, having Brett out there all morning long. And Sanderson Ford. Sanderson Ford giving away cars. Yes. Amazing. And that's going to continue on. Ten cans of food, uh, and Black Rock will help you out there. And Sanderson Ford's got you in the drawing for a new Ford or a new Lincoln for Operation Santa Claus, an amazing charitable uh, charitable event that happens each and every year. 
thanks to Sanderson Ford for letting us be part of that and helping you guys uh, advance that cause just a little bit that we can. That's great. You guys have a great Thursday. We will see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever friends. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.